Jojoba. 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 It's an oil. I don't know. It sounds like wherever it's from is closer to where you're from than what we're from. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me, how do you say it? See, people, this is the witty banter that I required for the opening of the show. Thank you all so much. And on that note, welcome to the salt of the streets coming at you. And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we're back. The Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, January 16th, 1.51 p.m. It's episode 100, baby! And welcome back, everybody, to the yes. Salt of the Streets podcast. You're one of the only stars for social and political commentary and all the weekly news, pop culture, and sports that you can handle and the best part about it. The whole deal. It's all built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. So come down and join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of body armor and happiness. Fuck and New York. It, fuck New York. And continue our endless endeavor to bridge the gap between people and information. So as always, we are here. We are your hosts. I am Colin. I am Donovan. And coming up on this week's special episode, episode 100, cue the confetti. Why we gotta go... I hate that fucking sound. How does that sound still persist in our contemporary music today? It showed up in the 90s, in the late 90s, and early 2000s, and it should have died with the 2000s. I Expel like the beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Expel it. Get it out of here. I just, I don't know why I've always had a problem with that. And That's especially, like, hip-hop people that put that shit in, like, their name drop all the time. You know who I'm fucking talking about because he does it in every fucking song he's ever in. Let's get back to the show. What are we talking about today, Don? <laughs> oh, we got a good show cracking. This is going to be the the show. This is going to be, the, and I just realized, we're going to be telling people like, you know, if you're a newer listener or anything like that, this is the show to start with. This is the one to cut your teeth on because we're going to talk about like every political issue, every hot button social issue under the sun, and we're going to just be kind of uh, kind of doing like a, uh, a get to know us episode. We're going to be kind of explain where we're at on some of these things so like top but hot button issue uh second amendment that's going to be one that's going to show up probably won't talk about it too much because we do in most episodes but you know abortion uh free speech is a big one now you know we got a whole list of these things we're going to go through and then we're yeah. going to talk about it and we're going to do all that stuff but the, today we're wearing body move, armor the, sorry go ahead i'll say we're wearing body armor but there's a reason for that um so go back and watch the pre-show yeah but i think we didn't really talk about. It. We just kind of both put them on. So I think we're just gonna just gonna let them go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the real move would be to listen to this show and then go and listen to episode one. Yeah, and be like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah, you don't want to do. I mean, That's, you should do that. Yeah, it'd be a, to, well, be a quick you're exercise. Gonna be shocked when you listen to episode one. Just you are. With the difference in how everything sounds but also in the because we went over something like this, I believe, in the yeah. early episode. So if you're to listen to that. And then listen to this. You'll, you'll be quite surprised on how things have changed. Especially um, with as certain I sit folks. here in a play carrier. Um, so, yeah, yeah, just as a quick throw to the pre-show, we talked about this because mm -hmm. in the pre-show we talked about legislation being introduced in New York that will not only ban but also confiscate body armor from the individuals there, from the citizens there. Yeah, we don't is, usually wear body armor on the episode. We're just, we do not. We just 
kind of did in between the sh- this show and you know doing the pre-show. Something so. happened. I don't really know. We just we got silly. Yeah, so. we're here. Um, <laughs> right. So this is this is our passive defense protest, our peaceful protest. Um, yes. So if I loot your house, fuck you, um, because it's a peaceful protest. But um, <laughs> sorry. Was, you poor know, joke. Um, uh, anyway, this is <laughs> this mostly is, peaceful. You this, gotta, <laughs> it's mostly, mostly peaceful. peaceful. This is our passive defense protest against the state of New York, which we do not live in. But as you know, if I you used live, to used to. But as you know, if you live in any type of state that leans left, the things that happen in California and New York soon happen in your state. Or at least come up in discussion in the next legislative session. So, <laughs> yeah. um, as we can see, you know, there have already been another magazine capacity bill that's been introduced in Washington. There are, I mean, oh yeah, ever several since different he, firearms yeah, related his, legislations uh, that have already been rocked. His re-inauguration. You know, we've just seen a laundry list of things come across the... God King Inslee is who you're referring to, yes? Yes. Lord Emperor Inslee, God King, you know, either way, they're interchangeable. Thank Biden and Hale Inslee. That's what we do here. Hey, Lindsley. You know, you know how you how you uh, break the algorithm like that. <laughs> Hail Biden! Hail Biden! Hail Lindsley! Also, <laughs> go well, buy body said... armor. <laughs> the algorithm's going okay. They said Biden, which is a plus, but they said hail, which is a negative. What? I don't know what to do here. Well, let's it's boost them today points. and cancel them tomorrow. <laughs> just, just counting points at this point. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, how many? How many is a positive? If you say Biden, positively, how many points is that positive for the algorithm? Or if you say something bad about Biden, how many points negative is it? I wonder how evilly weighted it is. The negative points, you you definitely lose more points for saying something negative than you get for saying something positive. Yeah. I like how we're just assuming we know how this algorithm it's works. Be. It's a it's a basic point system. That's you, how it works. <laughs> if you want to help us beat the algorithm and learn more of our points, go ahead and follow us on our social media. <laughs> I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca <laughs> underscore Don on Instagram. He's a big bird off you on both of those things. Saltofthestreets.com, Salt of the Streets YouTube, Salt of the Streets Instagram, Instagram at Salt of the Streets, and Facebook at Salt of the Streets. And if Parlor ever becomes Fuck a Facebook. thing again, you can find us there at Salt of the Streets yeah, too. I know. Like, what's the deal with that? I don't, I don't know. We'll talk what's about What's the deal yeah. with Parlor? <laughs> anyway, it's, I've been watching Apparently, a lot of Seinfeld. <laughs> a whole lot of nothing. It's. Because that is that. Wait, wait, okay. We got Seinfeld. Because yes. this is the thing, right? Oh, when you Seinfeld. watch Seinfeld, like, people speak very strangely all the time for no reason, right? Yes. Like, this, they just do so as the, if it was normal. The thing about Seinfeld is that it is eight seasons of inside jokes. So the things that they establish in season one, like those weird speaking manners and shit, mm-hmm. they carry through for those other seven seasons. Okay. So, so the inside so, joke is season one. So if the first time that you watch it, you're watching an episode from season six, they're likely to reference a bunch of shit that you have not seen. And so somebody you're watching it with might think it's super fucking funny because they've seen all of Seinfeld. You're like, this so they is get dumb. all the jokes, but there's going to be three or four things that you're just not going to understand that they bring back. Like there's an episode... This is a really good example. There is an episode where they all decide that they're going to abstain from masturbating. They're all going to abstain, right? Kramer, Jerry, George, yeah. and then also Elaine is like, oh, fuck it. Like, throw me and I'm going to do it, right? And so then they weigh the odds and do all the stuff, right? So then they keep, when they're talking about it, they're like, oh, are you still like the king of the castle, right? Are you like, you're the king of the castle, master of my domain. Like, that's, yeah. what, that's what they say is master I've heard of these my lines domain. Before. Exactly. So I'm watching fucking Cobra Kai. 
right? Came out the third season just came out this year, and so I'm watching it, and like it, Daniel Larusso, fucking uh, Ralph Macchio is talking to somebody about like you know controlling their life and shit and he was like you know master your domains you ever seen seinfeld and it's it's shit like that it's those things Such that a leads deep cut. Right, what i'm saying so and that's that whole show is shit like that and it's the same reason like i'm glad i love telling steve dave it's the yeah. same thing 400 episodes in they're referencing shit that they said in episode four and yeah. if you didn't listen to it you're not gonna fucking get it there's even shit that i don't think is funny until like i'm i'm constantly re-listening to the catalog of still of tell steve dave i just start over and just run through so i can always if i don't wow. want to listen to music Deep or another cut. podcast i'll just put on tell steve dave an old episode and just let him run and so like right now i can even tell you what episode i'm at on soundcloud there are more episodes of podcasts i'm There's an more episode podcast these days than ever 319 of Tom Steven right now of their catalog, which is over 400 episodes. And so that's... And there's got to be the fourth time that I've run through it. Bro. Um, I love this shit. I get and, it. And so it's like, it'll be not until I listen to that episode again that I'm like, oh, fuck, now I get that I totally joke get that, that they just made last week. That's but it so was funny. out of, you know, reference from two years ago. How long does it take you to run through that? 400 plus episodes? Probably a year. You know, probably, okay. Yeah. I was say because that's that's not a short show. They're all about an hour. Yeah. yeah. And so. And the uh, fucking ad yeah. reading thing they do in the middle, like the skit thing. <laughs> yeah. You can get through that. That that can take up a sizable chunk of time yes. sometimes. You yes. can probably get through that pretty quick. Constant derailment when they're doing their ads and stuff like that. You know, they start talking about fucking oh, yeah. Hitler it, it, and interdimensional Nazism and stuff. Yeah, they do. They He, Brian does, or like Johnson does the ads with uh, with Sage, like with his knees, yeah, you know? yeah, it's all kinds of shit like that. They're so fun. Walt does a bunch with his kids, and yep. like he just essentially fucking trolls them for thirty minutes Dude. during an ad, and they're like, "What? Just, just fucking read the yeah, ad!" It's like, like, it's like, it's hilarious. You just read it? Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. He does one of their Patreon shows. It's called Father Flanagan's, um, and it's him and his daughters, and they both dress up. They all three of them dress up as like um, the fucking what's his. What's his Which name? Is Pope's? The not the count. He's the fucking the duke, the guy that Walt dresses up as. Um, the viscount. <clears throat> What's that? Viscount? No. The duke. I can't remember what his name is. A marquise. He's like a ghost, or a, you know what I'm saying. And Brian Quinn became one in the last. I was just telling you all about it. It's like a sub character. Yeah, but it's not a wizard, you know. A warlock. And it's not a count. I feel like a horrible person now. Necromancer. It doesn't matter. Anyway, they all they all dress up as this thing. Um, and I, if any, I feel horrible. I can't remember. Is this we can find out on the so internet? Much. It's not a sorcerer. No. The Baron. He's a he's the Baron. The Baron. Yes. Oh, my. The, oh, I know. Baron, yeah. Baron Von Flanagan. Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay. So now they I, all yeah, dress Baron up Von as Barons. Fuck. And so I should have known wearing, that. That's what I'm saying. That was that's my bad. Like that's such my an bad. Idiot. And so they're all wearing the fucking skull masks and shit. And they just play games or fucking do whatever. His dog yeah. is dressed up. Like, it's a whole. They have, like, a fake owl that they have fly around. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. And the last time they did. <laughs> so awesome. Like, a mystery science theater 3000 type of thing where they, like, sat in front of a movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in the black. And, like riffed on it and shit well oh that's dope it was sick bro they're making i would I'm love telling to do you, that tell them steve dave is worth ten dollars a month anybody watching this it's a ten thousand bucks? 
10 bucks uh, for all the videos and everything on Patreon. Oh, yeah, to $10 is where you get all of the videos and everything. And there's other tiers, you know, for gifts and shit like that. But yeah, if just $5 if you want just the audio, but 10 for all the video and everything. And like every Wednesday, they put out a video and it's a rotation of different content. If it's like um, all new Sunday Jeff show or Puck Nuts or Father Flanagan's or they have the fucking Tell em Steve Dave tidbits or they all have a, like seven or eight different shows do, that do they, they do. Do they do like a video Tell em Steve Dave podcast? No, no not Tell em Steve Dave. But I believe, God, I've always wanted to believe them. that's part of their intent with moving to the new store. Walt does not spot. like to be on video at all. No? No. I, Walt well, wants you know. as little exposure as possible at all times. I've met Walt before and. That doesn't surprise me. Very quiet man. <laughs> he just seems like he just wants to just be Very out of private. the spotlight. Yes, you know? exactly. <clears throat> so if That's Brian Johnson funny. had not wanted to continue to do Tell Him Steve Dave this entire time, then he would not be doing a podcast. All of these not. members can also be found on the Comic Book Man show, correct? Other than Brian Quinn. Brian okay. Quinn is on Impractical Jokers. There you but go. But yeah, Johnson is on For those more mainstream folks. Man. You might have seen some of these people already exactly. and don't even know it. Yeah, um, Walt and Brian are both on Comic Book Man. That was perfect, dude. I tried to get you to talk about Tell Him Steve Dave for a couple minutes, and that was perfect. Because this is the Get to Know Us episode. Yes. And even, like, this is on the that, podcast. That was good, we good. can do that. Yeah. We do this. We spiral off into some of the things that we, you know, because it's not just about politics. and It's about culture. It's about how we live our lives. And, yeah. You know, the things that we, we do and don't like to do with our lives and our, you know, the community that we interact with and all that. And that's all part of it. Um, so just get used to that. When you start watching the show, when you start listening to the show, if you're newer to this, um, we're going to be dealing out politics, but we're also going to talk about, uh, you know, the what we did the last couple of weeks, you know, what did we do yeah. last week? What did we do? Perfect. You know, I, I got a whole fucking thing on there about, uh, my COVID experience over, uh, on, uh, over on youtube.com slash yes. salt of the streets. Um, that can, that could be there. I think that's like a half hour, 45 minute long thing, but. Um, and I think we want to try to do, I want to try to do more of that kind of stuff. Yes. Just even on my own, just do a couple more little things every now and again with the live stream. It's We're nice so, and easy. So let me run this by you because yeah. this is something else I want to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. Fitting right in line with what you were just saying. So I got acupuncture this last week, right? Mm -hmm. I've been having, since the last time I had a migraine, my neck started to hurt. My shoulder was fucked up. It was like a whole deal. Weeks I've been dealing with this. Like six weeks probably I've been dealing with this before Christmas. Like, yeah, everything. Um, and I was going to the chiropractor. I even like had like some muscle relaxers and shit. Just wasn't wasn't touching it. Wasn't doing anything. And it like would go away and then come back. And Ooh. so I finally got acupuncture right. And so just because I was just trying to try whatever, you know, mm -hmm. it's, you know me. I'm not a yeah. holistic dude. It's not word. So I got these Chinese herbs that I. That's part of why. Nice. Got to take three three of them three times a day. But these are supposed. To, I have I have headaches almost every day. Like, damn near every day and migraines. You know four or five times a year um, yeah, that ain't healthy. are debilitating for yeah. work. So this, this is what I hear. And she was like, well, how long have you been like having headaches? And I'm like, I know I, I couldn't tell like, her. And she was like, she's like, you don't like, has it been forever? Has it been? No, no, no. But longer than it hasn't been. And when I told her, I was like, honestly, I didn't notice. Like my wife is the one that brought it to my attention. Like she's like, you seem to be taking a lot of whatever. Like you seem to be having headaches frequently. And I'm like, oh, you're right. I do have headaches all the time. Yeah. Like, isn't that interesting? Shit. Yeah. Huh. So, it's funny how that happens too. So I got these 
particular i don't know whether or not they work i'm just trying some shit Seven it, forest, eventually man. you get to the point where you're just willing to try anything it's miserable i stand all day and work with my shoulder and it's it's my cutting shoulder and so it's a whole deal so um you got a picture of crystals flowers trees uh some form of grass it some says roots on there some what's fruits. in there yeah bunch of shit i just don't know any of what these are yeah okay so i went and saw Ooh, this silkworm woman, alicia um <clears throat> she talked to me for a long time about headaches and shit and then lay me down and put some needles in my neck and in my shoulders and she mm. put one in the bottom of my hand and put one in my my opposite ankle and then um she so she talked about like i don't she just saw she called the liver and so i don't know if it's like your mm. liver chakras or your whatever the fuck but apparently this particular one goes from one of from one of your feet up to your head and then down to your other foot and that's like how this energy flows so she's like so all of this stuff can a lot of stuff can be mitigated if like this is if, if you can get it to flow correctly because if something is fucked up in your shoulder or if you have some other type of issue you can cause an issue in your shoulder if your liver line is whatever so she talked a lot about that and <clears throat> So that's why she did some of that shit in my ankle and in my hand and stuff. Um, and, yes. I'm super into it. Yes. Because um, I was just making sure. I realized I thought I heard you oh. talking through the headphones. So hopefully there wasn't much, uh, what do you call that? Feedback. Back, feedback. Um, didn't sound like there was. But, um, no, I just, I think it's really interesting because there's, when it comes to, like, what is commonly referred to as Chinese medicine or yeah. Eastern medicine and stuff like that. Like a lot of people just like to like poo poo it and walk yeah. it away, but there's something it's, I don't know how you would phrase, but it's, it's more like body based, right? It's right. more about like, before we just add a bunch of drugs to here or whatever it is, or blah, blah, blah. Let's, or, let's make sure the machine inside is, is working the way it should be. It's flowing the way it should be. It's I'm all that. You said that. And like, all like when they talk about like the flow and all this stuff and, I just think, like, I don't know anything about these herbs and these stuff. I mean, there's silkworm in there, which is, like, silkworm's legit. Um, but, like, if it doesn't, if that kind of stuff doesn't reduce inflammation throughout your entire body, which it probably does. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, you're probably getting all these crazy little benefits from just these, these herbs. Just this shit. This yeah. stuff that is going to make, it could possibly make your, you know, your headaches go away. Just right. because all of a sudden now, the inflammation in your body is is changed or just you know uh reduced to a fashion at which you're not having like fucked up pains throughout your your body so i i like i just i don't like the pe the people that like totally just poo poo this kind of stuff like yeah. acupuncture and stuff because it has real life real world effects on right. your body that can change your overall health and well-being so as i'm laying there right? i dig it and you you know we've known each other for a long time you know exactly how not holistic i am right so as I'm laying Lots there, of crystals. Um, I I do I've got the crystals in the truck, but that's she put them there. That's a separate deal. Um, but I think I have to I have to swallow that. I have to do this essentially the same thing with like the astrology and the and all that. I think I just have to start playing along. I've been it's fighting it for life. too long. Yeah. So so as I'm laying there, right, <laughs> I'm just trying to just focus on like breathing because that she's like this is yeah. this is dictated wholly by like your body you know what i'm saying like if your body's not calm then things aren't gonna flow it's not gonna whatever so i'm just trying to just calm down you know what i'm saying i was telling you my mind mm -hmm. is busy all the time but that's yeah. just not a thing in my life it doesn't so doesn't shut off so as i'm laying there like probably a little more than halfway then 
halfway through this session of laying on my face, um, I can definitely feel like something, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And def- like a pumping, like, and that's I, when I was talking to Jordan afterwards, I was like, it's like, I wouldn't say, you know, like all the holistic, like, you know, let the energy flow through you like yeah. a river. And I was like, and it definitely wasn't like a flowing feeling. Like I was like, I felt like something was pumping. Like I felt like whatever like machine is in there, like it was pumping like yeah i could feel like like pulsing you know and so i was like i wouldn't equate it to a river like it was definitely like like felt like my body was like we're going like we're fucking doing it and and yeah yeah exactly it felt like that but it wasn't like what like but what? it wasn't my heartbeat exactly it, heartbeat. it was not matching my heartbeat it was slower than that because i thought about that as i'm sitting there i was like that's fucking stupid it's your heartbeat like don't be an asshole so i <laughs> Exactly. So I so I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, what I'm saying, at, at the points where my body is in contact with the bed, I can feel my heartbeat, and so I can feel that it's that's not it. Like these two things don't match. It's at a slower pace, and it's like harder. Um, and she was talking about like a lot about like meditation and stuff, and like as she's putting the needles, and she's talking about meditating, and you know, she's like, it's really hard to like clear her mind, and she said, sometimes. Like when I'm meditating, I just try and count to 10, you know, it's like, and that's what I'm going to do is I'm just going to count 10 over and over and over again. Sometimes I can't get past two because I get to two and I start thinking about something else, you know, and then I have to like redirect myself. She said, I, she said for her, she said, I know that those are some of my best meditation sessions because I'm in complete control of my brain because every time I get to two and I have another thought and I rein it back in, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, that's so fucking interesting. Right. And so I was talking to Jordan about it on... Never meditated before, have you? I've tried yeah. fucking bajillion times. Okay. And it's just, I'm just not... Per, presently, I'm not capable to do it effectively to get the results that people have said that they okay. get from it, right? And so I was talking to Jordan on my way back to work, and I was telling her, like, as I'm sitting there, I was thinking a lot about what Alicia said, about about those particular meditation sessions, you know, it's like, and while I'm laying here trying to just focus on breathing every two fucking seconds, I find myself thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. And in less than 15 minutes, I three times I had to physically like untense my body because I would start thinking about something else and then realize that I had tensed up. You know what I'm saying? Like with these fucking needles in me, I'm tensing my body. And so then I had to like, I had to settle myself, you know, and I started to like get upset on the phone with Jordan. I said, and I'm starting to upset now. And I was like, it makes me genuinely sad to know that that to hear, to talk to people all the time and to hear from like Larry and everybody who comes in here, like, like you guys are so smart. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys are operating on like a level like this. And to, I was telling Jordan, it's like, it makes me so sad to come to the realization that like, this is a reality that like my mind is so powerful and I don't have control over it. No, it's rather distressing. I don't have control over how it how it works the way that i'm thinking what i'm thinking about like yeah. i don't run away freight train that it's that was like it's like that makes me sad i was like it scares me that yeah. scares me that i don't i don't have control over what's happening in here yeah you know and that's so if nothing else i see immense value in whatever happened that allowed me to be able to identify that in myself yeah. and want to move forward that's so, a huge step in the right direction right there. So regardless of what anybody says about Chinese medicine or that's fucking bullshit, that's whatever. Yeah. I don't, if nothing else, I was able to draw from this that like I have, you know, I, I, I have a lot more movement and a lot more growth to do on this pathway mm-hmm. that will not only benefit me in my personal life, 
in my relationship with my wife, with you guys, in my ability to do this podcast effectively and deliver messages messages effectively and information effectively, help people understand things. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Because what you're talking about is essentially like being having having kind of a, an understanding with yourself about how you work on the inside. Yeah. And having an understanding with that, like a conscious understanding of how your subconscious operates. Because the only way you can deal with your subconscious in any form of like conscious manner, it sounds weird because it, it's almost, because they're kind of like oil and water, right? They don't necessarily work at the same right. time, right? Um, is to examine the after effects of those things. And everybody knows when they feel bad or they stop and think about something that they, they don't like. Everybody knows they can identify that when it happens because you, you're making a conscious decision. Be like, wow, that happened. This is what happened. This is the way I felt. This is the way I said, whatever, the way I acted. Didn't like it. Identify it. And then you work on changing that with your conscious mind. Yeah. The same thing goes for like when you're laying in bed and you can't fall asleep for six hours one night. Mm -hmm. You know, like it may not happen every night, but like when it does, you can't shut it off and you feel incredibly power, powerless, frustrated, and you can't escape from it. Right the Eastern medicines, the meditations, all the frou-frou fucking, the yoga stuff, all the stuff that everybody told, you know, for decades, it was all just like, you know, pansies and, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, no, that wasn't unmanly, crunchy, you know. hippie yeah. shit, yeah. There's, but as it turns out, there's a hell of a lot to that stuff. But I equate it kind of to a little bit of smoking weed, right? Dan Crenshaw. You listen to Dan Crenshaw, representative from Texas, talk yeah. about cannabis use and smoking weed stuff. Totally, totally against it, 100%. You know, he wants nothing to do with it, won't won't try it, never tried it. He do, How can he have any understanding about what its effects are if he's never tried it, right? Obviously, there's certain things like heroin. You're not really going to know that unless you do that. It's not recommended. There's a really long track record to prove it's probably not a Where good idea. Where the effects are so yes. severe. Yeah, that you yeah. can... You can look at others and go, that's not a good idea, right? Right. But like Eastern medicine, same type of thing. You can bullshit about it as much as you want, talk shit about it as much as you want. But until you go in for regular massage or acupuncture or you you know take some Chinese herbs from your acupuncturist and whatever it is, until you go experience that and you 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 get deep into meditation you make a conscious effort at it for a long time or something right. like that. Like you're never truly going to know if there are positive effects to it. Cause there right. generally are. Well, and like until you, said, you do it, um, before I went and got acupuncture, I went to, I went to a regular doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like my headaches and I took, delivered him the very same information that Alicia got from me. Yeah. Um, because he asked the same questions, different approaches. And, um, there's a difference in bottle. I, soap. he gave me, Amatrex, Amatrex. Um, is what this was called, and I'm supposed to take it before, like when I feel a migraine coming on, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to take one of these. Um, and he said to me, he was like, "But if you're gonna take it, he was like, you like, you can't drive afterwards." He's like, "Cause you're gonna get." He's like, "Most people get so like just almost uncontrollably drowsy." So it's, it's like where you like it's it is really just going to put you to sleep. Right? If it's not a narcotic, it it and basically so, should be. So like a week after he gave me the Amitrex, I started to get a migraine, and so I took the Amitrex, and I felt, I mean, inebriated. 
I was I was fucked up. I was so drowsy, and not in like not the I good love way. I love feeling fucked up. That's a, like that's always when I was younger. I was doing pills and stuff, and I love to just. This was not a positive fucked up feeling. I yeah. did not feel good. It was not all of my. It was like all of my muscles just gelled, and like I couldn't. Everything took so Ooh. much more effort, and it made me tense my jaw that like the migraine like almost seeped down into my jaw and it was like i was clenching my teeth and then something fucking else happened after that i didn't feel good at like eventually i stopped feeling drowsy and i just didn't feel good like i just i yeah i just didn't feel good i just felt sick and so it's almost like like it's almost like you're supposed to fall asleep when that happens. Like, and I wasn't like, oh, I don't want to go to sleep. Like, I just don't, I don't take naps well. I don't like, that's just not my yeah. thing, you know? And so I just, I didn't like, It's not fall bedtime. Asleep. I'm not no, and I was laying on the couch. I was like chilling. Dax took a nap. So like I laid down, I just didn't fall asleep. And then I just felt fucking sick afterwards. And the next day, my whole body was sore. My entire body. And I told Jordan that I theorized it was because I was so relaxed that I had to work harder to do everything. To stand, to fucking, to sit up, to do everything. Yeah. I had to just put so much Ugh. more energy in. My whole body wrecked the next day. Not destroyed. So for good. two days, worthless. Yeah. Absolutely worthless for two days. I couldn't have worked, like, done vigorous housework. That's that second. when we were couldn't, like... We were texting about yes. like when you yes. had yeah okay. yeah that couldn't time have period. done it and um, <clears throat> I hate fucking meds. So then I was like talking that. to Jordan. I'm like, I mean, honestly, like, so now I have to weigh like, is it better for me to be pretty much useless for two days or definitely useless for maybe four days? You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. the last super migraine I had, I wasn't even like in a room for four days. I just couldn't do shit. Like I couldn't. I had to just lay on the couch. I couldn't even put the dishes away or else my head would start to hurt more. Mm. Like, it was just consistent for four days. But I've also had them where I was literally in the room with no light for three days. I don't know what it's going to be if I'm going to get a migraine. I don't know what level it's going to be at. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be just consistent, terrible headache or like that. Mm. So should I fucking take the Samatrex and be worthless for two days to maybe gain a day? On You know what I'm saying? That's like, is that really fucking worth it? You know? Feels like maybe we're just not attacking the problem the right so way. So acupuncture. So that's why I was like, so I'm going to try this instead because Word. this really sucks. Like, I appreciate, I guess, having the option, but it yeah. doesn't feel good, you know? If it... So how are you feeling now, though? Are you feeling all right? I feel these fine. Days? I do. Yeah, I my shoulder felt a little bit better already after I left, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's fine is now. You, are your chakras flowing? I feel... I feel good, you yeah. know. I don't. I think um, that's what are your chakras flowing means. Yeah, like, you feel um, good. Yeah, I feel good. Shit, I haven't. Good. I had a headache yesterday. Um, in the afternoon, took some Excedrin. I was fine. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it just it just depends, you know. But um, like you said, the acupuncture thing is not six years ago. I would have said that that woman was a fucking idiot and that anybody who went to see her was a fucking idiot and that it was all a waste of money and but at the same time let us remind people there are some quacks out there and we talk shit about them on this show there are some Um, quacks out there you know like in that specific chiropractors yeah (laughs) Um, anyway (laughs) but (laughs) that's not the point like there's Um, I just don't want no certainly that we're all granola crunchy like we do there are 
Like I, I got a thing about chiropractic, right? I got a thing about alternative medicines. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should just call them. This Western Eastern bullshit's got to go. I think it's racist. We should get rid of it. Those are my headaches. Herbs? Yeah. Here, I'll put you to you your... You should smell them. To your camera. See if you can smell that. See if I can smell it? Yeah. Boom. This is my headache medicine. I oh, have to take smell a little three bit. of these... It smells like celery. Three times a day. It t tastes sweet like maple syrup. Like maple syrup? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know which of these... I smell things. celery. Give me the solo can back. I don't know which of these things in there... Oh, Mix it. There we go. Give us a something. Uh, how on. do you do the? We're not makeup vloggers, okay? We, I'm not sure how to do this. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but, all anyways. that shit is in there. There it is. There it is. We can kind of almost <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> it's all that shit. Fucking <laughs> Cynidium vitex peony angelica silkworm. Silkworm. Carthamus. Schizopena. That's that's no good. <laughs> Schizonapina. Okay, wait, wait, wait. How do, how do we, how do <laughs> That's, we spell it? I don't... It? How do we spell it? S-C-H-S-I-Z-I-Z-O-N-O-N-E-P-E-T-A. E-T-A. Schizonapina. It's schizonapina. How else am I supposed to say that? Schizonapina. Schizonapita. I would have gone like shizonepta shizonepta shiz also samantha and oh, some tanqui it's a pretty pretty it's a very pretty flower so oh that looks like right there we got some in skinny the buds form. almost yeah it looks yeah. like skinny buds little skinny buds so but I that's what i'm Google. taking fucking nine of them a day uh and we'll uh see what's up it is used for common cold fever sore throat pain eczema psoriasis and other conditions but there is no good scientific evidence to support these uses that's fine that's and cool. i'm not you know it's just like health benefits from a lot of food that you eat like isn't i said i'm not scientifically backed up this is going to cure my headaches i'm saying i don't want to take that other shit that makes me feel terrible yep and um this seems like it's a decent alternative if it will work how so. dare you have your own mind and thoughts and think about Weird. what you do to your own body wow it's almost like if you were a yeah, yeah if you were a woman if you it's yeah because this I'll is the show to that make analogy. that stance on because that's our problem we want to control women <laughs> my my true analogy was going to be more of coronal virus centered but i lost it PC principal one. That was a valid talking ladies. point. Then, then Morgan would be proud of you. But if Morgan brought that talking point up to us, you know that we would dominate her in that conversation. Dominate. I don't like to dominate anybody in our conversations. I don't know. Neither about that. do I. But if you're going to come in here with some disingenuous bullshit, I'm going to slam you the fuck down. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Dropping the hammer down. So yes. Do you want to talk about a topic? Let's talk we about your COVID one. first. Let's talk oh, about COVID. because you said there was some other stuff. There were oh, some yeah. lingering side effects that you were talking about, and then we can get into these topics. Word, that's a good point. But you were talking about like the COVID brain and COVID brain. You guys were saying like you can only work like a half a day, or at least at so, the time yeah, that we talked about time. that, it was like a half a day, three quarters of a day, the most that you were getting. So let's talk a little bit more about Word. that. So to find out all the prefrontal, the prefrontal. Um, issues that i went through and all my initial thoughts about covid yes. and all this stuff go back to episode 99.5 the one right before this available on the youtubes 
and check that out because you'll hear what it was really like as I was going through the time. It has been two Still in recovery weeks? at the time. Yo, it still am now. Yeah. Don't, I mean. But we should, let's address this first. Yes. You brought this up when you were talking at the time. In recovery, mm-hmm. I am not in danger sitting next to you now because you had COVID-19. You're probably safer next to me than you are of your own wife. Right. So. Probably. This is something that I already heard brought up to me of like, oh, well, you know, somebody has to like quarantine and maybe oh. you guys shouldn't, whatever. And I was oh, like. Oh, dude, I have leprosy now. And that's why I was like, that that's works. not. That's what you said. And I thought that was funny because I'm like, yeah. scientifically, that doesn't wash. I was like, it's not mm-hmm. like, this is no different than any other virus that you're going to get. I'm like, no. if you have the flu three days in, I can be around you and I'm not going to get the flu. Like, yep. we're going to be fine. It's not That's the very that same thing. Yeah. The period of quarantine that you are supposed to do, if you cont- if you contract COVID-19, come in contact with someone who had it, or think you might have come in contact with somebody who had it, is to quarantine for the CDC now says like ten, 10 days, days, right? Yeah, it's ten days now, because this is the this is the safe window they deem, you know, the scientists here that followed the science, everybody, you know, the they, science. These people deem that you are no longer contagious within that period of time. After ten now, days, ten days is also a window. It's not like right. You get it, and then okay, you tested positive, so now you're going to be contagious for ten more days magically because this is the day that you decided to come get tested, and we got right. the positive result. No, it's just you are. You know, the minute you realize you are positive, if you self, you know, if you isolate for ten days. Any possibility of you transmitting that to someone else is low enough that they deem it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. After 10 days, did that whole thing. Actually did more than that because there was some confusion about if you technically have to restart your right thing with, if you know. So, if you know anybody who had COVID, go kick it with them because you're going to be cool. I don't advocate for that. Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't advocate for that. Don't do that. Because we're, we're generally an unfun bunch that wants to be left oh. alone for a little while. <laughs> okay. Well, then go hang out with the person you know that had COVID. There you go. They're probably fucking miserable. This is true. This is true. What? Um, like a pox party. Like said. a pox party. <laughs> did see that's what I would avoid. I would avoid a pox Except party. You can't get it. Yeah, that's what a pox party is. All, it's yeah. Chicken pox. I will. Say, the stigma though is is real. Like I have been. People will purposely like walk pretty far away from me <laughs> because they think they're going to catch it. And I hugged Colin really when we got here today. It's like, I know people I hugged him. <laughs> that were so, they're so fucking like anti-max. They're so anti-everything. Some of them are like borderline, like the virus ain't real. It's all made up shit. They now, the Democrats, these motherfuckers are, <laughs> they are giving me about a 15 foot berth. They got a mask awesome. on and the fear of God in their eyes. That's like, so I'm going to awesome. give them the fucking plague. I love seeing that shit. I'm not going to lie. I almost but, feel like if you had COVID, you should be able to, like, not have to wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? Three, You're not going to get anybody sick. Well, yeah. But and you have, but like, nobody. And you have, like, a window of time that. to where you're definitely not going to get it, right? Like, it's not forever. You won't ever, never get COVID again. Yeah, you've and, got a couple of months of immunity, right? Definitely not going to get it again is just there's no way to prove it right you know you can you can prove it negative over a long period of time because we've had some people like have one or two i think right? people worldwide yeah that have supposedly 
conducted it, you know, gotten it twice. And there's been some question about them, like, having... Did you get a false positive? Right. Were you asymptomatic beforehand? Yeah. Like, did you get sick sick? Because I got sick sick. I wasn't this asymptomatic case. Like, I... Tara, go back and listen to 99.5. I spoke to you, I think, every day. Yes, to make sure I was alive. Yeah, and (laughs) mentally and physically. Some days where you were like, I'm feeling pretty okay. And then the next day you'd be like, I'm definitely going to die, like in the next 20 minutes. I hate it. Yeah. It was terrible. And you're a relatively healthy dude. Like, you don't work out or anything, but you guys eat really good. Like, you guys eat really well. And you generally. Yeah. You. I'm gonna say a decent diet. You know, 28 of 30 days might be a little carb heavy. Uh, oh yeah, but as far as like you guys don't eat out all the time. You no. don't eat fast food even. No. You don't like prepared you, meals. You're at home cooking things. Yeah, yeah. you don't even like. No. You don't even if like. You're not making from scratch. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. And so, no shade against Butcher Box, but like a little I meant, shade against um, them. I, a little, I, a little shade against like HelloFresh. Yeah, that's what and I meant. those motherfuckers because. Yeah. You know, good for you. It's you're cheating. doing it right. But it's cheating. But you're cheating. But it's yes. cheating. You're, yeah. you're cheating a little bit. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even do HelloFresh. Like, you are, you're cooking yeah. with fresh, fresh food every single day. Word. Which is better than, I'm going to say, like, 70% of Americans, probably. Word. Know? It's much better than me. Yeah. Like, I work out consistently, but you eat way better than I do. That's true. You know? And- you know what they say it's most it's mostly diet right (laughs) it's apparently that's the fucking key so that i do no no bullshit aside though i do really need to actually start working out yeah on a regular basis well let's go to 24-hour fitness together i'm gonna fucking gym bro i'll work together i'll I'll figure it out it's not it'll be fun it'll be fun and it's not like a gym gym it's like a i'm okay mostly machines and stuff like we're not gonna like pound out plates or anything like i'm not trying to do any of that shit anymore i'm just trying to get cut He's just trying to get cut. I just want to get <gasps> I told Jordan my goal by the end of 2020 or 2021 was to, like, be looking good in my play carry. Oh, word. You look good now, buddy. I appreciate that. But, uh, no, I would say uh, somebody out yonder um, has been trying to get me to work out with her for a very, very long time. If I was working out with you beforehand, it's not going to go well for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to do that just yet. That's funny. Soon, though. We'll do yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to do. Once I find my my stride but that it, it's a thing though like there's part of the reason i need to do that it's driven because like for the two weeks after i was like able to go back out in the world um like there'd be days like three four hours into just being active yeah in the day, and i'm like sitting at a desk right and my my mind's doing most of the work yeah your like, job is not physically no, tasking anymore driving 20 minutes to and from you know i'm there for three to four hours and then all of a sudden it's like you hit this fucking wall it's just like, oh, guess what? You're done doing the rest of the day. The Anything that you thought you were going to do. Try having a coherent conversation. You can't even form words half the time. Like, it's it's that level of it. And yeah. Like, today, I still call it COVID brain, but it's kind of like this absent-mindedness. It just kicks in every now and again. I was like, I was trying to come up with the word for sourdough. Why can't I think of sourdough? It's because my mind is focused on, like, it's this, it's the round bread. It's the Seattle bread. It's, <laughs> no, yeah sourdough all the wrong things yeah and then you try to carry that thinking into a a job that is mostly mental yeah does not work so well right you guys work with very fine measurements and thousands of inches and whatnot thousands of feet yeah Yeah, it's exactly yeah and so it's been a real rough comeback and i'm still you know getting better every day i guess some some days are better than others on a, the on doctor a z- said, 
potentially like having problems, you know, not feeling like you're a hundred percent until like end of February. <sighs> but on a percentage scale, what percent do you think that you're at? Oh, if I had to put a number on it, I'd probably say about 75. You're almost there. I'm almost there. I can feel pretty good. You're a solid this, C. This week, you know, last few days of this week, I've I've worked 10-hour days sometimes. Ooh. I mean, I'm, not yesterday. I got I well, left well, Don't push yesterday. it. Don't push it too much. Exactly. That's sick. That's that's the problem. But uh, you know, so it's the thing. And everybody else at my job, there's a couple other people who got sick too. Same exact deal, man. Yeah, yeah. Same deal. Everybody's about ten o'clock, eleven. People are like, "Fuck, man, I am just." Jordan's grandma. Where am I? Where am I at? Is um like convinced, and I'm I'm not like fucking. She's convinced. I mean, she's she is convinced that when she went to Florida last year, mm-hmm. she contracted COVID at the airport because when she came back, it was when we were all like getting super sick and shit, you know, and um. It was actually when Jordan and Dax went to Michigan in December. And oh, yeah. So they all flew, and they came back and were super sick. But when Jordan's grandma got sick, she lost her sense of smell. Tense, taste. Just like the same thing. Um, yeah, they go hand in hand. I was going to say, sure. they're extremely connected. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, and it's, oh, like, yeah. still not all the way back. She's Joy. How old is your grandma? 72? Something like that. I I just remember how hyped we were when she was 69. Like, she was 69, and we made a huge deal about it because we were, like, you know, 21 or whatever. We were like, 69! Yeah, but... um, So she's in her early 70s. She's not 75 yet. Um, Yeah, and she she still doesn't have... And so I don't know what else would... I'm not a doctor. I'm not... Like, you definitely had it. But it sounds like... Sounds a little bit like it. And now that we're hearing more about like, oh, well, in early August, you know what I'm saying? We had people sick in China and November were the earliest cases Mm -hmm. in November of 2019 are the earliest cases we've heard about in Washington state. So there's certainly potential that it was floating in the airport around that time, you know, Mm -hmm. and that it was passing there is from people there and obviously i'm not trying to scare and obviously viruses mutate throughout their lifetime right Right. like this the very first corona you know covid19 whatever the fuck that hit american shores i'm just i'm not a virologist this is sars covid2 yeah and this the one that we're like all tripping about is sars covid2 the new one this one that everyone has been sick with. Yes. Like that. And then there's different sub-strains of that mm. virus in and of itself. I'm saying the original one is probably not even around anymore. It's probably no. been dead for a while. Well, and even then, remember, there was two different versions that spread around the oh, globe yeah. different ways. That's and right. And so, like, the European version was, like, way more, hard, was way more hardcore, I think, because yeah. it traveled through so many more people. We got the Asian version, the Asian strain, because it came straight from China. Yeah. So in, and now it, on our yeah. side, and that's part of why New York was so fucked up in the beginning was because they had the European strain, so it was just way yeah. more hardcore than it it's even probably was now here. why California's all fucked up now. Probably. And it's crazy. since then, yeah, we've heard talk of another strain mm-hmm. that has apparently a new mutated version. even deadlier and even more contagious. Yes. Yeah. Far more transmissible, supposedly. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Whoop. Take it. Can you breathe now? Yes. Well, let's see, because the problem is, like, I, I, even with people that get really sick, 
and stuff like that and come back. Um, like, you would know from somebody that had COVID, like, and is, like you said, like, relatively young, healthy man. Yeah. Like, you still know that you had it because the, the trauma that it right. does to your lungs, you, the tissue in your lungs. Um, apparently, I've heard it. I've heard it related like this, and I think my doctor said something to this effect was like, right now, like my, the inside of my lungs will probably look like a pack of day smokers' lungs oh, so right weird. now. And so now you gotta okay, how there. long does that take to get better? You yeah. know, how much scar tissue is really fucking flowing around? Right. And so that's why like the exhaustion stuff really becomes an issue, and the breathing problems are like a real, real thing. And so I get real hesitant about the people like, oh yeah, I fucking had it back in fucking January. It's like, well, bro. How's your breathing been? Like everything's been top notch. Right. You, you, I was. You were fine after four or five days. You didn't. You have anything lingering for like the next two to three fucking months? Well, an old man Dave was telling me that he watched. Just tell me maybe like a month ago that he watched mm-hmm. a sixty minutes and they did a segment on like I don't remember what he called them, but people who were having long suffering long term effects uh, from COVID, and that's like I've heard a lot of scary know, numbers. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. It's that. X percentage or whatever, but yeah. you know, so some people are just fine. We had someone, one of our, one of our boss's kids. Mm-hmm. By marriage was in last week. Who who had the coronavirus? Him and his whole family. Oh, word. and he was talking to one of our bosses. No kids. One of our employees. Okay, one of our less healthy employees um, about having COVID. It was like, oh, it's no big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, I you know like diarrhea or whatever for a couple of days, and then like everything was fine. He was like, so if you get it, like you're gonna be fine. This person he's talking to is in a completely different physical condition than him. Completely different case. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. Like That person is likely to get really fucking sick. You know what I'm sure saying? Could. And if you're causing them to kind of like throw caution to the wind, yeah. that's like extremely dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, highly. Yeah. So, I'm not into it. it not exactly. into it, bro. That's why like, I you know, like the mask stuff. Like I am a thousand percent on board with fighting back against you know you can't say fight back anymore because that incites violence um we would never fight anybody no but you can't passive defense you can't push back against the totalitarian fucking power grabs that are happening these days without being a fucking covid denier blah 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 they're conspiracy theorists yes now there are more conspiracy theorists today than have ever existed Ever. ever and the sad thing is that's actually a true fact we just found out aliens are real for uh, sure, confirmed by the government. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah, that there was are a thing. definitely aliens. That was definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, it it just like I fuck with the mask. Like that's fine. I get it. You people are fucking crazy. I'd rather not. Ha- I don't want to die on that hill, right? That's where I've been at this whole time. Right. I don't want to fucking die on that hill. Whatever. It's cool. It's the other shit. It's you. You know, pulling people's fucking livelihoods out from underneath them. Just being like, eh, well, you're 600 bucks. <laughs> and actually, I'm not, as the governor of the state, who's the one that's directly responsible for taking your livelihood and ruining your life. I'm not going to give you any money. The right. feds are. I'm not going to do shit. Because they can save you. that's their job. That's their responsibility. And if they yeah. don't, then they're advocating it. And they want you to die. That's why Inslee's a piece of shit who needs to go <laughs> away. He needs to be recalled. Not that Culp would have... It's a disaster. I don't know. Who's going to replace Newsom when he when they kick him out in of California? Because that's actually looking real good. Like it's not. People say this shit all the time. 
It's all you say. We can recall them. We can recall them. We can recall them. We can recall. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can get some bullshit petition that you printed out from some random website. Walk around like I got all these signatures. But there's a there's a right way to do things. Right. And it does involve specific petitions with specific signatures and specific time frames. And there are certain people in the country that are taking that very serious. And Gavin Newsom is somebody who is in the line of sight for those people. And hopefully he gets recalled. But Well, in his uh, video of apology of, like, never. I made a mistake, was eerily similar to the South Park BP video. Like, <laughs> We're sorry. We're, We're sorry. sorry. Yeah, of they're they're literally DPing the earth with two drills and like we're sorry. We're sorry. That's like I I made a mistake. I should mm-hmm. not have eaten out with all those people. And when I saw that there was more than five from people, the health department, I should have left because I didn't know. we none of us are perfect. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. It's just it's so fucking. It's bad. Well, in the the posturing around the six hundred dollars from people who called twelve hundred dollars a pittance. This is nothing. This is ridiculous. And now six hundred dollars. Like we've made some really sizable gains in this, and we think that you know we're really happy to have gotten six hundred dollars yeah. for everybody who you know doesn't have a job anymore or lost money or for the last or, nine know, months. Were it not for government intervention, could potentially have lost their house. Or maybe did if they didn't have a Fed loan, because fuck everybody who didn't have a Fed loan, right? It's it's nonsense. Like in It's it's driving me I'm really upset right now. Why don't we get on this? We start talking about coronavirus. Yeah. Now we're t- but so anyway. It's because those people I wear are a mask. Cancer. I wear a mask <clears throat> because it makes everybody feel happy, even though I'm probably good in the hood for three months. Fuck all the totalitarianism. I just can't handle it. Now we're going to talk about a timeline of things that happened during what I called the dark days, which is when we weren't recording. Um, I literally wrote that on my paper. So The dark days? Yes. Um, yeah, on the paper that Jordan has over there. Oh, my God. That it is says so the funny. dark days. The dark days. Yep. Oh, so let's talk about some uh, some hot button issues that aren't authoritarian control of the masses on a grand scale. Well, I want to go over a small timeline of things that happened. Oh, um, word! Because we're going to talk about kind this of like a legit timeline. So before no, the dark it's, days, it's rough. This is just like I get some it now. The bullshit that happened while we were gone. I get it. Saying? The so, dark days since we've been we since we've gone, gone dark. Exactly <laughs> the dark days. Well, you do that. I'm going to go pee. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. The first things that happened. There was the election. We were here for the election, obviously. We did our live stream, um, and we talked a lot about that. We had Larry come in after that. The vaccine started to roll out. We talked a little bit about the vaccines, right? So we we have people that we know in our lives that have the vaccine. I think it's great. Anybody who needs the vaccine uh, should, should get it, you know? Um, Donald Trump continued to talk about the election on his social media it never stopped it was you know the kraken was the first thing and then it was just it was stolen from us and then him and a couple other people um josh Hawley, ted cruz and a few other members of congress continued to push this narrative of like you know all we have to do is fight the certification and once everything gets here if we can just object to some of these results and object enough results to shift 
the electoral count, then Donald Trump will actually be the winner and Joe Biden won't be and everything will be as it should be. And the whole time there were people on both sides, the Democratic and the Republican side, the left and the conservative side, that were saying that doesn't make sense. There is no constitutional basis for any member of Congress or the vice president to object to electoral votes to a point that would rescind them from the count or do anything that would adjust the count in any way because it's not their job even a little bit to decide the election so as we saw that the federal government decide that that the executive branch decides they need to take any part in the election yeah should speak volumes period right they don't belong there at all so i was talking about how Donald Trump, Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz were pushing mm-hmm. that narrative. You know, that they could... Yeah, they could um, object. Well, because historically everybody has. Right. Everybody. But it every election, there's always somebody that, uh, that stands up during the, the county of the electoral thing right. and objects, right? And but it's it doesn't usually shift to the outcome of the Never. Yeah. Ever. Ever. It's not there. I don't know why we do it now. It's kind of we like even, random, you know, political theater things that we do now anyways. Dan Crenshaw did that... And, excellent podcast breaking Mm. down constitutionally exactly why congress doesn't have the power to do anything about adjusting the electoral count by the time that it's gotten to congress when all of those when all of the results have been independently certified by all of the different individual state governments and then they are sent there is nothing that congress can do to adjust that vote count there's nothing because it isn't up to them to do the count the electors already did it it already happened Hold These Truths podcast. That's what his podcast is called, yeah. And it was episode yeah. whatever the fuck. Um, Must have been January 8th. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Because it's the most recent it, one. Yes, that it, was, it was discussing the events of January 6th. Yeah. And he had a couple other people on there. So I've um, listened to his podcast before, and I'm usually... I'm, I'm not... I'm not I a huge Crenshaw like, fan. I want to like him, but I can't. Not a huge right? Crenshaw fan. But I on don't... this point, nailed it, dude. Nailed yes. it. The first half of that podcast, when yes. it was just him doing solo. Just him perfect so i would recommend that to everybody because that is i mean from a very conservative texas republican explaining to you why these republicans are fucking assholes yes and they made a horrible horrible mistake because as everybody knows we did another live stream on this i believe that it's on our youtube it's not it's on our instagram on igtv uh, I believe it's oh, just yeah. IG. It doesn't matter. It's not it's a on problem. IGTV for now. Not a problem. It will be on our YouTube, but as for now, it's just on our IGTV where Colin and I talked on the evening of January 6th about the events that happened that day because it was so fucking insane. It was wild. Storming of the Capitol. January 6th was the day when the election results were supposed when the electoral count was going to be set in Congress. And so that was the day, you know, that Donald Trump was like, this is it. Mike Pence just has to show up and fucking do it. And then, like, well, I'll be good to go. And so that day, obviously, Donald Trump held a rally. And that's when people are saying that he incited violence. He definitely didn't do anything to help. He definitely made it worse. Definitely didn't do anything to help. Yeah, definitely didn't do anything to help. As we talked about, I would not by any means blame this entire thing on Donald Trump because there is so much blame to go around from Congress, the mainstream media, anybody who has lied to the citizens of the United States for the last fucking decades and skewed their perception of reality to the point that they literally can't believe anything or think they can't believe anything they see on TV or read on the internet and truly, genuinely believe... There are a number of reasons that people could go there and, yeah. and went there. And we went over a lot of the reasons on that video, so I'm not going to get into it now. It's true. Anyway, so as that happened, 
people stormed the Capitol. They got locked down. It was insanity. It was as it was Someone, happening, too. Yeah, as the count was happening, yeah. So a woman was shot. I think six people have now died in total yeah. um, as a result of the events of that day. It was horrible. Donald Trump has been banned from Twitter. I believe that I saw this morning that his Instagram Facebook. and Facebook accounts just came back up today. Oh, shit. But after that happened, there was a wave of people. Uh, Rand Paul, his Facebook got taken down. So, yeah. which is, I Whatever. mean, little, it was little so fucking absurd to take Rand Paul's Facebook down. Trump's Facebook um, and Instagram pages restored. There you go. So, wow. those are back. He's ago. permanently banned from Twitter forever. Yeah, forever. Um, can no longer have Twitter. Parler. Parler. The down. app was removed from the App Store and from the Google Play Store, and then their host, their servers were removed. They were pulled from the Amazon Web Servers. Um, and yeah. so Amazon Web Services service, pulled right. or they dropped them as a client. They right. broke their contract and they can no took longer down their host site. their website on yeah. their servers. And they own, I mean, them and Google and whether company own like eighty percent of the market or something like yeah. that. It's it's yeah. it's, a, it's absurd. Remember when remember when and the internet was free, guys? Remember? <laughs> you probably don't remember. I remember it was it was pretty um, early. And so Parlor, while you can get the app, Colin showed it earlier, we have it. Yeah. You can't use it. It doesn't it's, exist. We didn't use it heavily before. Yeah. It was difficult. I didn't like it. It doesn't matter. I think for yesterday. Neither here nor there. Yeah. But um, they, I do believe yesterday they filed an emergency injunction to try to get something going. I know they going. sued Amazon. I yeah. know that they're active. They're working on it. But I also saw you know, that the owner of Parler was like, I think that we're probably done for. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, everybody likes to think, well, yeah, they're filing, they're filing lawsuits against Amazon. Well, guess what? Guess how our legal awesome. system works, man. If you don't have money to fight that, which Parler doesn't have the money that Amazon does, who's going to win that? Who's going to win? Amazon just has to hold out until Parler goes broke. I imagine Period. their cash flow wasn't huge before no. they went down. You know, no. There Most of these social media apps, when they first started, there weren't many ads on on Parler. Exactly. You know and so, that is the downfall of it all, isn't um, it? The fucking. So, oh, ad revenue. Vaccine started rolling. Trump kept talking, mm. even though we know the results. Um, ba, 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 the the delicate count, capital siege, capital. The siege. internet broke. This couldn't be any less about Trump and the government. <laughs> Trump banned temporary first. Parler removed. Amazon Web Services impeachment 2.0. This week, uh, oh, no. Donald Trump was impeached in the House for the second time for, I don't, what was the charge exactly? Do you remember? It was incitement uh, of violence or something, right? Incitement yeah. of a crowd or incitement yeah. of chaos. Incitement, incitement of something, right? Um, which, as we said, he, he certainly had a hand in this because many of these people were diehard Donald Trump supporters. A lot of them were like Q people and stuff like that. Q and on. Uh, yeah. There's some lefties so, there too. I mean, yeah, there's. We, we got to remember the. The people that were so angry to storm the Capitol building aren't just Trump supporters. Right. You got to remember over the last hundred plus days, you know, or over how many months, nine, 10 months now, 11 months, like far left extremists have been fighting back against the federal government. Yes. In various ways around the country. Do you guys remember the anybody... hundred day siege? Yes. In fucking Portland. Of the of federal the, building. Of the federal building there. Like to assume that there a isn't a siege. few anti-government leftists storming the capitol too is it's to assume that is no indictment that like oh it was all antifa but no 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 no, right. no people fucking 
nuance. Well, it's also it can be true to assume that you know it is, but yeah. every yeah, it's because everybody's right. stupid again. Well, I like, forgot. I think everybody's we talked dumb. about in in that live stream that we did that there was immediately you know rumors of oh well this was all Antifa this wasn't yeah. the Trump people like it was night, all Antifa man. that which night is, which is started ludicrous. flowing there were literally people in Q T shirts with Trump hats and shit running all over the Capitol like that's. And that's, again, not to say that there were not far leftists there, because now we're finding out there are. Now that yeah. more and more arrests are coming out, there are people that are, have confirmed Antifa ties. We've now, especially that the inauguration is rolling in, there are more people being arrested just for conspiracy and plots on the Internet. I've seen, yeah. I think, three different people who are Antifa members that have traveled to the Middle East to train with like islamic fighters and have come back here and they were plotting shit in different state capitals god damn those people have been arrested now like three dudes that all have done that shit um so again yeah, so we are not the, here's the text we're not in the business of trying to destroy the left not or the fucking right own the libs or even or, or conversely try and own conservatives or or anything like that we want everyone excuse me to understand that this is so much larger than donald trump and so much larger than QAnon. incitement and of, an insurrection. of an insurrection god that took forever um it's so much larger than the events of the 2020 election that oh, yeah. and, and the first key to understanding why this happened and how we got here is understanding the individual reasons that people are there and giving actual genuine credence to it right because i i shit you not colin i was watching rising the day after what happened in the Capitol, and they had two guests on there right i wish i could fucking remember who they were but one of them said that he genuinely didn't believe that those people were genuine he believed that they were there because of white supremacy and because yep. they didn't like the idea that they didn't have a say, you know, the final say. Yeah, they don't have the power. The presidential election. And so they weren't there because of, you know, they really think anything is wrong or because of anything like that. It's really just because they're white and they don't mm -hmm. like that they don't have the power. Yep. I've heard that if argued. That's your narrative. A lot. You are doomed to repeat this over and over again. If you do not give credence to the legitimate, whether or not those people are correct, they genuinely feel these things. Yes. And if you don't give credence to that, you are not going to change their minds. You are not going to win. You are going to deal with this on an escalated scale for the next four years because this is what they're going to hear on, on TV oh, yeah. for four years after hearing it for the last four years. It's Oh, you can't win if that's how you're going to go about it, you know? And a lot of those people's thinking goes way deeper than that. I mean, it goes back to the antebellum South. A lot of these people, they feel wholeheartedly at this point, there are so many people out there now that feel wholeheartedly that a vast, it, like a huge population of the country are racist, white supremacists, who all they really want is power. Right. The only thing they want. And there are a, it seems insane to think that like our fellow Americans on, you know, in a, any form of any large percentage around the country would feel that way. Yeah. But there are a lot of people, especially in our area, you know, or, you know, I don't want to say like the democratically, you know, because we've all, 
we've all just sorted ourselves into these fucking areas that we all live now, right? And so you call it lefty, you call it Democrat, right. whatever the fuck it is. We know who we're talking about. There's people that dwell in cities and like that lifestyle and the politics behind it and the people that don't. Yeah. Right? There's a fundamental misunderstanding between these two sets of folks now that is just the people I'm sure on the other side believe the that like this the snowflake city dweller dudes like there's no there's no good to come out of that either. But I think we just have a fundamental misunderstanding here of of our neighbors. Yeah. Our our fellow Americans, man, and it's really disgusting because I hear that argued with sheer seriousness, man. Like a long one hour long conversations with somebody on a whiteboard even talking about trying to convince me that or trying to explain to me essentially that he believes 40 percent of the country just a bunch of racist power hungry motherfuckers that just never got it over you know because they get it from their parents and their parents and their parents and blah 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 blah. bro i don't how i don't understand how you can live in this nation and think that way about everyone else around you that seems crazy to me but but it works both ways there's also the people that believe wholeheartedly that like the q folks that like you know they're trying to be stamped out of existence right and so you can understand we talked about this on the live stream like you can understand why they're mad but you can get it right because nobody's been listening to them because they just think they're a bunch of country bumpkin jokes Right, racist pieces of shit. They don't get the. We don't need to listen to them. Right, and you don't have to agree with them no. to get it. You no, know? yeah, you don't have all to you agree do, with them to understand. All you got to do is fucking listen to them. Yeah, all you got to do, and then guess what? None of this stuff happens. You have to. The key, the key to free speech, man. And we've said this yes. from the beginning, and we will continue to say it because it will continue to be the key, is to have a better argument. The key is not to silence people that you don't like what they're saying or think they're stupid or it's too dangerous. Your job is to have a better argument. Because if you don't, then you're wrong. If you don't have a better (laughs) argument, then they're actually right. You have to have a better argument. You have to be more convincing. That's how you win. That person's racist. Racism is backwards. It's wrong. It's not correct. Form a better argument than whatever the fuck they're saying. That's like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Django, you know, different parts of the brain that are bigger and smaller and black people are more subservient by nature. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck that guy's name was. There was the whole phrenology. Phrenology. The study of like the size of the head and all. It's crazy. If that's that's what somebody's saying, that type of shit, you know, because that's what people come up with, you know? Modern day actual racists are to the point that they're arguing biological differences and the way that people like the woman, this is slightly off topic, but like the woman that's going to handle, I think she's like the number two from the civil or the, she's leading the civil rights portion of the department of justice under Joe Biden has argued, has argued that melanin, that's what the chemical is, right? Melanin has like properties that make black people inherently better than white people, intellectually athletics, this actual papers, arguments that she's made legitimate, actual arguments of like black people are, are genuinely better than white people. And I'm not like, I'm not arguing in the counter that white people are better than black people. I'm arguing that 
people are, to Jesus Christ, people are generally pretty fucking equal, and that you're, what color you are doesn't make you better or yeah. worse than somebody else. Christine Clark. So to yeah. hold of you anything opposite of that or opposing of that seems fucking backwards. And mind Your you, skin color doesn't dictate your value. Yes, and I don't know... So what the fuck? I don't know, I haven't heard her speak on that topic too much recently read the old because this the articles, was bro yeah it's yeah, in yeah. the article they are older i'm not yes so it is articles but what they're Joe, all yeah. pointing to was her and this it's sad that you could do this right because it's her doctoral dissertation paper from when she was at college yes. right when she was graduating college right in the mid to late 90s i want to yes. say so i would seriously hope that her views over the past 30 years have changed. Not going to assume that they have, right. but I would, I would not assume that she is as racist today as she was then. My concern would be... I would be, assume not until I until I'm proven otherwise, which I, is going to be super correct. simple. I appreciate that. Those, yeah, I... So. But also, it's not a good sign. And well, especially in the mind, 90s, we were all... And my deal I mean, is there was now that those stuff. views have become more mainstream... That a view like that, especially from be the very far popular. left, the very PC, all this shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Critical race theory, like that's yeah. that's not it a, fits in. That's not an unpopular view to have. Nope. And if this is the way that we know the Biden administration is leaning, mm -hmm. and these are the people that he's picking that have histories like this, I yep. would be very concerned that even if publicly, you know what I'm saying, over the last 30 years, she's not yeah. been so open about it. Now that you're in an administration and essentially given the license to say this shit because that's the same shit that is accepted under the umbrella of the Biden administration, why would you not yeah. subvert to those views even if you've publicly shifted from them since? You know Especially what I'm saying? There's so much. There's there's so much for her. If when she came out like with those same views now, when the Biden it's a administration, whole new audience that really wants to hear that, Joe Biden himself has come out and said that their priority, especially with small businesses, oh is yes, black minority and women-owned businesses. Yeah. Right, I remember this that. is the focus that was like a week ago. It was not that long. You know ago. what I'm saying? Like yes. a week ago at the most. It's like not, this, this obvious that this is the lean that they're going. It is. And these these articles and shit that are that coming out fits right in with those same arguments. You know what it I'm does. saying? That she's making. So it does. That would be my concern. I appreciate that because of your credit. I did not mean to mislead anybody. They are old articles. They're old writings, or they're new articles about old writings yes. that she did. Um, well, and see, that's the thing. But I do you have will, genuine concern about the same way like that you, if 30 years ago I wrote that white people were better than black people. And I'm like, oh, but I don't think that anymore. That right. wouldn't necessarily fly. No. You know what I'm saying? So no, it would not. that's kind of one of my bigger concerns is that that wouldn't be okay. But it is okay that she doesn't think that anymore. You know, And not, not you because you're not mm -hmm. making this argument that it's – you would say the same thing if it was opposite. But I there would. are many people yeah. that would not. Especially <laughs> because if you're not – you know, I, I, I am still of, of the camp where, you know, we need to give people, uh, you know, shot at redemption. Time, give give yeah. people time changes things, right? It can. Doesn't always. Which so I'm be very careful here. I'm just I'm not going to condemn her because I'm trying to see if they right. actually point that out. Yeah. 1994 letter. Yeah. To the Harvard Crimson, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was the thing, which was the, the paper for the school. And so I'm going, OK. I'm not digging up old tweets, dude. 
I'm not digging up old tweets. I'm not We're, digging up old shit. That's it's on my radar. It's on my fucking radar yeah. now. So I'm watching you like a. Well, hop. And I think if it was a tweet, I wouldn't care as much. But because it's a formal letter written yeah. to an intellectual yeah. institution, like that's why I'm willing to give that more credence. Is because oh, it definitely does. People say shit on Twitter when they're fucked up. People, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you don't pen an actual legitimate letter that you're going to sign and send into a, 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 a universe or a paper. You know yeah, what I'm saying? A, a paper, a universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't do that on accident. Yeah. You know, on a whim just no. because you were upset one day. Like, you don't. And that's why it's kind of like that uh, you, you shoot off a Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, you shoot off a stupid tweet and then 15 years later somebody calls you out on it. It's like... The weight there is different, right? For sure, right. but and the that's... concept, concept is the same. Yeah, so I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of that. No, I appreciate that. I do, I don't want it coming after me. And that was a to- that was a like a throwaway thing anyway. I don't remember how we got up on this, but me neither. <laughs> either way, <laughs> I don't know either. Either way, but uh, I think that that's. I think, that's it. It. I think we're already move on to some topics. It's good. Some, it's an hour some... and fifteen. Let's do <laughs> that's this. Right. This. I mean, that welcome to about, the show. That sounds about right it to does. me, honestly. <laughs> so. This totally sounds right. The first one that I have written down here is abortion. You want to start there? Do you sure. want to work off of this list? No, you no, can no. Work no. off the, of this list if you want. No, 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 no. Okay, no, we're good. That's just how I, I have it here. Yeah, you're Mister so, Notes. I don't even need this. No, that's perfect. Fine. So the first one that I have written down here is abortion, because um, that is that that is that is an issue that has been hot for talked about it a lot forever. We had my friend Halian, our friend Halian. Yeah. Ooh probably a little over a year ago uh it's gotta be closer to two years ago now we yeah, were in the garage shit yeah, yeah that was a while ago yeah. yeah um and she came in when there was some new bills coming out of like georgia i believe a couple other bills that were coming out from several different states yeah. at the same time it was like around the time i think that kavanaugh maybe just after gingrich had got it was in gingrich, or yeah. um gorsuch gorsuch gingrich, newt gingrich. oh newt gingrich. neil gorsuch and newt gingrich that's funny former speaker of the house right yes that's right yes Anyway, also before any of us candidate. were interested in, in politics, which yes. was weird. So Neil Gorsuch, the first of President Trump's Supreme Court candidates, the first when he got in, I believe that was when these first bills started to I get put so. out. Because um, there was and, the big, because yes, I think there was there was cases going to the Supreme Court. They were heading that way, and that that's why it was a right special having to big do. Topic. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but you can go back and listen to those. Yeah, I'll, I'll link. I'll link to that. Let There's me the reason we put it down on a podcast so we can forget about it and move on. Haley's to the next one. episode. Um, I'll link to that. Yeah, um, I want to say, if I recall correctly, it was like, you know, essentially making it next to illegal, like making it so that you can get one, ew, one the, clinic the one in one I state or something like remember that. remember now yeah. was, I believe, in Georgia, and it was you had to have admitting rights at a hospital to be yep. able to do abortions. And only like one doctor was able to get yeah. admitting rights at a local hospital. So it would have eliminated so, was, so, so much more. So there was one clinic you could go to in that state yep. or else you had to go out of state. And it was like three hours away from this particular girl that was, that this case was involved with. Yep. Um, so, But there were other cases that we talked about in that episode go and listen to that if you want to hear more about that um but we did we did do our due diligence our due, due beep, 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 beep. we did our due diligence and had a woman on to discuss abortion because you motherfuckers are petty um <laughs> and so abortion slightly different this is how uh, i feel from about our it, perspective safe rare and legal the clinton I'm, model i'm just kidding um 
No, I thought. Was that the Bill Clinton model? No, it definitely is. Okay, (laughs) it definitely is, and that's why it's funny. Um, But we've said it before: begrudgingly pro-choice, right? It's not Mm -hmm. something in my personal life that I agree with. I don't think that people should be doing it. I don't think that it's necessarily my business to be telling you what to do. I think that there's a larger intellectual argument to be had here about, you know, when you're like actually alive and a person and whatever there are many differing opinions and because of that i don't it's like a value judgment you know what i'm saying and i don't feel comfortable making that value judgment for somebody else's life um it's so much more complicated than that that that's really the best that i can articulate it that that Um, perfectly makes sense though and i that's kind of what we wanted to do right was right and i i'm uncomfortable Personally, in my deep morals, I'm uncomfortable with the state having say on what people do with their bodies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's and, a, there's so many different aspects of that. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, personally, um, you know, scientifically. Right. Governmentally, you know. Right. And I understand with this particular issue, yeah. like I said, that may be slightly reductionist because there's potentially another person involved, depending on what your ideas right. on life and everything. Again, but another complicating as, factor. Right. But as far as the government section of it, I'm not comfortable with the government dictating uh-huh. people what they can and can't do with their body, which is the same basis for me to be okay with, you know, the decriminalization, the decriminalization of drugs and prostitution, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Legalized and regulated prostitution. Like I, that's the same basis for those beliefs. Um, I, Get the fuck out, government. Don't agree, or I I agree with the Hyde Amendment in a way that I don't believe that federal money should be used to supplement the cost of abortions because that money comes from taxpayers who may believe that it's murder. And I believe that it's immoral to use my money for somebody else's murder if that's what I believe that it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't personally believe that. But if that is your core value, if that is your core belief... I think it's extremely immoral for the government to use your tax dollars, potentially, you know, you're talking about cents, whatever, but to use your tax dollars, the pool of your tax dollars, yeah. to supplement somebody else's murder if that's what you consider it. Um, so I am a, a proponent of the Hyde Amendment. I believe that that's something that needs to continue to be used. And I say that just because, especially in this presidential race, there was so much discussion about repealing the Hyde Amendment where, you know, we need to do away with it completely. And Pelosi said that, Harris said it, Biden said it. So that's yeah. uh potential reality or discussion that we face in the next four years um i am also a massive proponent of stem cell research this is fucking antiquated thinking oh yeah just do the goddamn research save people's <laughs> lives do the christopher research. reeve could have been brought back like in south park that's the second reference today i feel good about it i think i might be able to squeeze one more in before the end of the show so we'll it's early we that's got time. three actually we I got remember. Time. that's three so yeah, that's three. I, so I feel bad. I'm not on my game then. No, that's all right. But um, so yeah, I, I also South Park. For that's God not sakes. like that popular of a topic anymore. But I that was a big thing when yeah. I was growing up with stem cell research, and it was like so yeah. controversial. And because it was very centered around the stem cells they would get from aborted fetuses. Right, the but there's so many, uh, just a million more places to get stem cells than just aborted fetuses. So many. So now. I am a huge proponent of it. You I can think get it from yourself. I, by the way. I think there's incredible research and potential there with stem cells. So oh, yeah. lots, of, lots of, of major strides, like in the sports injuries. Yeah, and yeah. And like tons and tons of crazy exactly. stuff. You know, most of which isn't okay in the United States, strange enough. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. Where are you at? What you got? Uh, with shmishmortion. <laughs> I, because it's saying it just makes it Rhymes with shmishmortion. Yeah. 
What was that from, anyway? The 40-year-old that... virgin. 40-year-old virgin. Yes. Right. God, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Knocked up. Oh yeah, Thank I was you. even thinking of knocked up, and I just oh. said that. I'm sorry. It's like the it same relative. That's crew. exactly. It's eh. yeah. They Jonah Hill movies. does say it. They're they're all standing <laughs> at that table, and he's like, "Oh, no, what do you think I should do?" He's like, "Oh, I know you should do it." Rhymes with push portion. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. How could you? And that's the way I feel about it. Yeah. No, I was I even thinking about. You're right. I don't. If like personally, personally, I would like to think that I have some morals to stand behind about it or how i truly feel about like you know if it was me um, oh it's actually right up underneath there now um if it was if it was if i was in that situation i don't know how i'd feel i really don't know how i'd feel i i would probably want to opt towards my significant other at the time the other because she's got to you know right she's got to carry the whole the whole deal but like the I whole just, load, I, the so whole to load. speak. <laughs> that's a keep going. Small load, <laughs> big load. <laughs> that's that's how biology works. Um, yeah, so I don't what? know. <laughs> Not like, by ourselves, we shouldn't. At, you know, <laughs> at one point in my life, I was very against it for no other reasons than you know, uh, abortion is murder, baby but, killing, but no nothing behind it. You know, yeah. Um, so personally, I the. The best way I could probably boil it down, my overall thoughts on abortion. I have no strong opinion on it, whether it's virtuously right or wrong, because I've never been put in that situation. And I, I think that's one of those things that you can have zero comprehension of unless you're in that situation. Right. Period. I just don't think anybody can tell you what to do about that. So on that note, I don't think anybody else should know about it. I don't think anybody else should care about it. I think it's up to you and whoever else is in that situation. Period. I don't care. Yeah. And you know what happens if I don't? You know, if I don't care that you are possibly going to have an abortion, you know what I'm not going to get upset about is when you have an abortion. Yeah. I'm not going to care because I don't know about it because it's not my fucking business. Right. It's your business and it's your doctor's business and it's your significant significant other's, other's business. business. Yeah. Period. That's it. I don't care. Potentially, my, depending on circumstances. Yes. That's and now we talk about governmental involvement. Yeah. Um, the Hyde Amendment in particular. Uh, huge support of the Hyde Amendment. No money yeah. federally goes to that. Um, and no that's not no government say, money, period, I don't think. And that's not to, um, at least on my part, just to clarify. I'm, uh -huh. I feel comfortable. And there are many people like, well, you can't you know dissect where the money goes. But I, I am comfortable with government supplementation of people you know getting other feminine services you know Word. what i'm saying like like i'm not like yeah. planned parenthood should not get money i'm saying it if, shouldn't go to abortion specifically and like yeah. so there are many people who are like oh well you can't when it goes to there then how do you control when it whatever mm -hmm. i'm willing to give you a little bit of credence at least thus far until i'm yeah. running the government you know yeah. do, do some more regular audits i don't know what to tell you yeah, right because give them the money if they need it i don't but just, when it comes to like because what that really gets into you know government's involvement in abortion really comes down to one thing and one thing only which is like the quote-unquote health health care aspect of it right because the federal government can give money to health care facilities mm -hmm. and in many situations i think they definitely should just because you know it never pays to have some more free clinics around right well you know and that's what i think if government is going to get never involved in health care you know federal hospitals i don't know yeah. federal or federally funded i don't know if i like federally funded 
private industry. Like, I don't know if, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think, if Planned Parenthood is a private company. They're a not. They're a nonprofit. A nonprofit, yeah, and I believe Still. that's why they're able to get government funding is okay. or like supplementation is because they run primarily off of donations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. Do you, I think they're just a nonprofit. I so I kind of feel like C three or whatever. There should probably be a standard government funded clinic, free clinic, that offers that as a service, just as. Any other, as if they offer any other service, right? Yeah. It's not a quote-unquote abortion clinic. It's just, it's a healthcare clinic where everyone goes to do whatever because that's what the federal government is choosing to do. If we decided that's what we wanted the federal government to do. And if you happen, right? you happen I don't to like all this, like, well, we just right? give you money and yeah. you just do what you do. Right. You know, I'm not into that aspect of it. So, like, it gets pretty gray on the government involvement. <clears throat> like, if it was like a, like a type of VA... Yeah. Like an actual just government-run hospital facility. More power to you. Go to town. Is that if that's what we decide as a nation, we want to put money on? Do it. Go, <laughs> Go to, to town. town. Go to town. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, on the grander oh scale. Oh my god. Not, you know, again, I'm not thinking of no, abortion no, clinics. I love that. That's not what I'm thinking. Of. I'm just right. thinking of government involvement in healthcare. Period. Right. Um, I don't know the current situation of like private practice clinics that perform abortions that an insurance company will pay for. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know that. I don't That's know very that. complicated. Because if that doesn't exist... I bet Larry knows. You know, just we might have you, to... You'd have no reason to know that. <laughs> I'd say, other than the fact that he's a very handsome man, and I think at that point, Donovan, that's being very fucked up. Come on, buddy. Oh my god. I didn't think it was that funny. I oh my god! Funny. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, anyways, beautiful Larry. Hilarious. Um, how, did, how did that? that I just didn't realize that would affect money. You so much. He's just the dollars person. That's why I picked him. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about this? About abortion? Yeah. No. So I think, I think the, that's about it. I think the last thing that I would say is we use this topic regularly as an example for giving credence to somebody's opinion even if you don't agree with it right yeah because there are so many people that are pro-choice right mm-hmm. yeah quote-unquote pro-choice because i think that that's a pro-choice plural life is a it's a tired fucking label it for is. a way more nuanced conversation colloquially but, it works though. yeah there are many i many people who are pro-choice that either genuinely believe or spout the idea that the pro-life movement is just about controlling women it's they just don't want us you know they just they just want control they don't want us to decide they want this it's and i think that in everyone's conscious mind if you really sit down and soberly give thought the idea that most people who are pro-life just want to control women's bodies is pretty fucking stupid it's not that i think that most people who are pro-life probably don't want to control women's bodies at all. There are, I'm sure, some people who are. There are people who believe in Sharia law and shit and don't think that women are even equals. But I don't think most people who are pro-life are that. I think there are many, I know for a fact, there are many people who genuinely, genuinely believe that 
the moment a child is conceived, it's an individual person. And to abort that child is to take that life. And they also believe that taking a life is morally wrong. Mm-hmm. At, their, at their core, to murder is wrong. Whether or not you agree with them, if you don't give credence to the fact that they genuinely think abortion is murder, you will never understand the pro-life argument. You will never understand where yep. they're coming from because that's when somebody's opposed to the Hyde Amendment. It's not because I hate abortions or whatever the fuck. It's because they they believe that it's murder and they don't want their tax dollars to be used for something they are morally against at the the fibers of their being. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we use it all the time for that example because it's such a good example for that. Oh, yeah. That you, you have to give credence. Even if you don't agree with them, you think that it's fucking stupid, you think that it's backwards you and wrong. You think that they're crazy, unhinged if, individuals. If you don't give credence to the fact that they actually believe that, mm-hmm. then you're never going to be able to have a genuine conversation about this yep. topic. And this is also how you get people storming the U.S. Capitol. Yes, and that's exactly. the same argument. It's exactly. Like like almost any – I don't want to say almost any because there are certain things that are right and wrong. But like most societal issues that haven't gone away for a very long time, odds are is we just need to learn to agree to disagree yeah. and move on because they're not going to go away and we're never going to agree on it 100%, which is good because we're we're humans. And we this think is, different. This is something – the last thing I, I skipped over this, but the last thing is I, I'm – on this particular topic, um, I'm like on abortion. I've am open and comfortable to more of like a state's rights deal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's like yeah. here we have one deal yeah. and here we don't. And I again, I understand the challenges and complications that come with that. Yeah. Uh, but like, I feel much better about the state government kicking in money of some kind yeah. if they're offering you know a service that doesn't exist in the private market or you can't get covered if you don't have money because odds. The odds of a the onus, you know, like the actual burden, yeah, is going to be put on a lower income group of societies Certainly. that that are going to be pushed into the position where they were going to consider an abortion or not, yeah. In which case, they don't have the money to pay for it, perhaps because who has the money per, to pay for any emergency these days? Right. Most people don't. I think the easiest solution, as far as the state by state thing goes, and it's not. It's not the least complicated, and it's not going to solve the problem, but the easiest, like, compromise, I guess, because not solution, would be to have a federal law like we do now that's like, in America, this is okay. You can do this here. But then state by state, they're like, but not here. Right. You all figure it out. Yeah, but not (laughs) here. We're not doing this. In this country, that's something that's fine. If you're going to do that, it's fine. State by state, it's fine. But in this state, we don't fucking do that. Um Again, that's not the least complicated, but I think that's the the easiest compromise there. Yeah. But that's not the answer to the problem. No. So are you again, prepared to that's all we gotta do is agree to disagree on that one. Exactly. That's why. Exactly. And we need to learn to do that. And that that was exactly my point. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one I have here is welfare. Um yes. welfare is a large general topic. Um and so I'll just start here. As far as welfare goes, I've talked about it many times. I grew up state insurance uh on food stamps there are many different government assistance programs that we had to seek when i was a child um i am massively in favor of reform um reform is as necessary as the programs are themselves because there are people around this country that rely on these programs they're not able to make it there are people that need them temporarily i mean that's 
more so people. now than ever. Exactly. More so now um, than ever. Food banks, like, you can't give those people enough food. Yeah. You just can't. Um, there are, I know for a fact, many social workers, people working in that system that teach people to become reliant on the system as opposed to teaching them to use it as assistance when they need it to helping them mm-hmm. get to a better a better tomorrow if you will you know there are, i've heard many a story from many people who've received government assistance that have and been you told are by those social real workers real close to that world very and i've this is not just somebody just saying a story that. of people who've been told from their social workers oh well if you do this you can keep your benefits mm-hmm. and not when they've said oh i have the opportunity to do this the social worker said well if you work this many hours instead then you can keep these benefits which mm-hmm. for some people is advantageous for a short period of time, but in many cases it's it's not to it's yeah. it's to take advantage, not make yourself the best that you can be. Like at that time, you know what I'm saying? It right. teaches well, you to be more reliant on the system. If that situation exists to begin with, you're doing something wrong, right? And I I know for a fact that there are again. While I'm evidence of this, there are many, many, most people mm-hmm. in this country who are using these services need them. There are oh, yeah. many people who, like these social workers, will tailor their lives to ensure that they can t- they can continue to receive these benefits to make their lives as easy as possible. You mm-hmm. know, they will hold jobs for a part of the year and then quit their job the other part of the year when the audits come around, so they can make sure they didn't work and make too much money so they can still get assistance. Yeah. And that's not, I'm. I swear to God, and I know you believe this, but there are, again, in 10 years when people are watching this, like, you're fucking spinning a bullshit narrative. I, <laughs> I, I am telling you, there are people who live their lives this way. And oh, yeah. it's not great, and they, they know that, but it, it is, again, for one reason cases, or another. it's not even illegal sometimes. For one reason or another, they have been almost trained to live their lives this way. Yep. And part of that is... That is why this system is in such desperate need of reform, right? Um, So you're a reformer. I'm a reformer. I don't – I think it a thousand percent needs to exist. I'm not a takeaway guy. I'm a reformer because Mm -hmm. I'm also – personally, my values, I think – like I'm not opposed to like drug tests while you're getting government assistance. You know what I'm saying? I'm not opposed to the decriminalization of drugs as a whole. But if you're receiving government assistance – your money shouldn't be going to drugs. It should be going to making your life better. When you're not receiving government assistance, I couldn't give a fuck what you're spending your money on. But if you're taking taxpayer money, it shouldn't be going to drugs. It should be going to the shit that you need help with. And then, do you know what I'm saying? I do. That's my personal take on it. I, I definitely know that, what you're saying. I don't give a shit what you do with your money or anything else because you're an individual. You are yeah. unreliant from the system. But if you are depending on everybody else to be going on, because then it's the same thing with abortion. You're talking about people who don't believe in drugs, who don't believe in this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? You are supplementing somebody's drug use. Um, so in the case of a, a UBI situation, are you a, um, are you, would you essentially get rid of the welfare state if UBI came into effect? Yes. Okay. That's my personal, yeah. If we were going to do UBI... Just my, because that's getting real close to a yes. real possibility. Yes, <laughs> and if that's if that's the case, if it's a thing that everybody gets in, you know, X tax bracket or X window of money, yeah. you don't need this. You know what I'm saying? It's because if you may have been getting it before, you may have not been, but this is going to replace this. And it's, I mean, yeah. when we were on state assistance, you're definitely not getting $1,000 a month of state assistance. That's not... Unless you don't have a job 
and you literally aren't making any money at all, you're not getting $1,000 of state assistance. That's not how it works. It, that's just a week. A week. Or a, week. a, a month, I a mean, month. even. That's not, yeah, it's because like, like food stamps, the... food stamps you get monthly. Okay. Um, it's like, it's X amount of dollars. I think like the most, like I know that when you, you can, you can claim and get food stamps or you used to be able to get food stamps once you turned 18 and like if you were homeless mm-hmm. and get food stamps, you got $200. Oh. For yourself, for the month. That's it? That what ain't that much. So you're not getting as much as you would think that you would get. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? So all these people that, that are now. like, oh, we're fucking blowing all this money. Like, you yeah. don't live lavishly when you live on food stamps. That's not how the world works. That's not how the system works. Well, That's Otherwise, not... if it was, everybody would be on it. What I'm saying, you have to game the system to dictate. live lavishly while using the system. You have to fuck with it. You can't play by the rules and live a great fucking life while you're on government assistance. It doesn't work that way. I've, I've lived it. I have lived this life. I am evidence of that. You can't live a great life and play by the rules on government assistance. Does not like, not great. Like I fucking hate my life, but like you have everything that you want and expendable money and shit like that. Like yeah. that, that's what I mean. Yeah, disposable income. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like. You don't you, have a you bunch can, of disposable You can be income. on on government assistance and still be perfectly happy with your life. I was still very happy when I was a child. <laughs> I did not have a miserable childhood just because I was on state assistance. I just wanted. Which very is clear. actually more of a benefit of it working well. Exactly. Because, so you know, you can only measure somebody's true uh, welfare. Yeah, um, in dollars, you know, for so much, and, and so then, then, it, then, well, are they actually happy? And a thousand dollars is just the number that we threw out because that's the number that we always throw out. A thousand dollars per person per month yeah. is what. And so, you and can, if you're you blame if you're Andrew married, Yang. and like if Jordan and I both went on state assistance, we would get more money in food stamps not only because there's two of us, but also we have a baby. So yeah. like it's it's obviously increased per person. So if you have a family and you have food stamps, you might be getting four or five hundred dollars a month, but it's also split between three people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not it's Makes still sense. not as much as you would think it is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's it all depends on how you spend your money and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Once you have food stamps, it's it's another deal. Like you can only there are many people think that you can like just buy alcohol, buy whatever you want, and, and there are a lot of people who do spend their money on like soda and candy and shit, which is yes. not it's not healthy for you. So it's and not what you should be spending you your money get. on. But you can get, but you can only get uncooked food, unprepared yeah. food. Like you can't get anything that's hot. Because try making shit. the argument for me that you can't buy soda with an EBT. Because that, def- yeah, you, you can get fucked can. up that way, man. Yeah. Like you can't not, and there you can't go the other I, way. I'm gonna say most people do. Most yeah. people who are on government assistance for one reason or another, whether it's because they are low income, so they don't have the same nutritional understanding, or their parents eat like shit, or their family eats like shit, yeah. or their whatever soda's cheap as fuck. Or you're so buying there's fucking you any know number of seltzer reasons. waters or some shit. It's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's no, it's it's not good for you. Yeah. but because it's an unprepared food item, it's something you can purchase. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like frozen pizzas and shit like that is still fine. Like yep. you can you can get Papa Murphy's pizza on food stamps. We used to yep. do that as like a treat. Like you know what I'm saying? Bunch like, of stuff at like a lot of gas stations and stuff. You pull yeah, up to, they'll yeah, say, you know, like that. we take. EBT snap. Exactly, and, and that's when they have sandwiches do. and shit like that. There, yeah. you can get that type of stuff, you know. But yeah, you can't get things like from the hot case at the deli or like anything like that. None of that Ooh. shit, you know, from Safeway. The hot it's, case, bro. And they will because it's on a card now. It used to be paper that you handed to, to mm-hmm. the cashier. Now that it's on a card, if you go grocery shopping and you swipe your EBT card, it will only pay for the things that are EBT accessible. Oh, wow. that's all in the system. 
So anything that you have that does not count for EBT, you have to pay real cash for. It's not like you can just I've seen that. shuffle it in. Store. You can, yeah. If you use your yeah. EBT card, everything off except for the hot shit or the alcohol or the whatever, all that shit you have to use real cash for, or debit card, whatever. You yeah. know, real money. Which is so just nice. just so everyone knows, you know. That seems like the you can't best go to thing. the rec store. You can't go to the weed store. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't. No, you can't go to the liquor store. You can't do any of that shit. You can't go to the movies and fucking buy popcorn and stuff. Like it doesn't like, work that way. It's like a small it's, piece of technology that the the government actually got right. Actually, that's kind of works. Fucking yeah. That's and I'm sure there's again, cue the confetti. Woo! I'm sure there's a hiccup or two <laughs> that you know many people would be like, oh, well, you can't buy this. Oh yeah, but. I, for the most part, this system works the way that it's supposed to work. Which you know what I'm saying? Which a is a, a miracle in itself. So, um, so that's where I'm at personally. Vocational training. I believe mm-hmm. that if you're going to be on welfare, especially if you're searching for jobs and shit like that, it can be extre- can be an extremely long time for people to find jobs. Again, for one reason or another, I'm not taking people's responsibility away or placing too much on them for one reason or another. I think that that should be something that's available. If you are on state assistance, you should also be eligible for some form of vocational training even if it's just cashier's training something Mm -hmm. there should be something you can do to make yourself a more marketable person in the occupational space and i don't have any problem with my money going to that to make you a more productive member of society so long as like that one day you are a productive member of society and then your tax dollars are going to the same thing you know what i'm saying yep that's my personal take on it because because so many people are just stuck in the system, you know, yeah. stuck on the system, don't know how to do it. It's, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's that's another area. It's because it's incredibly with. complicated too. Extremely. You know, complicated. That's why I get people like your mom, who whose jobs it is to help help people that need yeah. help, which is awesome. Um, my perspective on welfare in general, kind of morally, uh, along the same lines as you, like as a general concept, I super love the idea of having a welfare state. Right. I don't. I like Joe, Joe Rogan's lines. Like, I would like there to be less losers. Yeah. You know, and if you're somebody that is going through a bad way, or if you're one of the how many millions of people now that are homeless in L.A. and California, like, I would Seattle. like, like, why is there that? Why does that have to exist? Right. Like, we don't have systems that prevent that from happening, you know. Well, we do, but most of them can't handle it. Most right. of them, ha- they're, they're run poorly. Like, I would love to have a welfare state that was in the news every single day, not the president of the United States. Like, I wish we were, you know, we had that level of attention to how our, um, you know, welfare Excuse state me. systems were running. So you're also because a reformer, huh? 100%. 100%. <laughs> the best thing that... But the only good thing that Mark Ryan probably like really talked about doing before he left the speakership, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. No, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Paul, you said Mark pa- Ryan. And Mark Ryan. Said Matt Ryan, who's the fucking quarterback for the Ryan? Falcons. Paul, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, that's okay. Former speaker. I of the said house. Matt Ryan, so we're not Under in any the, better company. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, that was one of the things. He Matt Ryan's just going to fuck it up at the last minute anyway. So. As per the usual, because that's what he does, right? Just a twenty-eight to three lead against the fucking Pats. Just going into halftime, no big deal. <laughs> fucking no big idiot. Deal. <laughs> fucking idiot. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, when he was speakership, he actually pushed for 
welfare reform a yes. little bit. He talked about it, never really did, never really pushed it. But Especially once Trump got in, he was like, I'm out. I'm, out. I'm leaving. Peace. I'm out of here. Yeah, that took, it did Can't not handle take it anymore. But that's what I would like. I would like a welfare state that 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 is run like a well-oiled machine, man. Yeah. That is there for people that people know, how, like instinctually know how to access it, access it, and have a real deep understanding of what it is. Because I think part of the problem, like most things, is ignorance on what it is and how it actually works. People just have these base assumptions that they carry through as fact and act on and speak on on a regular basis. But they've never been there. They don't know how. They've never gone through the research to try to figure out how it actually fucking works. Right. None. But, you know, so if more people knew about it, maybe our systems that we have now would work better. We don't know because nobody... Because it's really fucking complicated. Yeah. You know? Well, so, as dark as this is, for people who doubt the system and always talk about, like, you know, people being a cancer on the system and shit, mm-hmm. take comfort that there are a surprising amount of people who abuse the system and then have their future wages garnished to fuck. That's because true. Because eventually... They get caught. Similar to the IRS, the government fucking knows. If they don't know right now, they're going to know eventually. You might be dead... But they're going to know. They're going to call your family and be like, he was a real piece of shit. Like, he stole a lot of money from the taxpayers. Here's how much money. Your daughter's not going to give a shit, but it's, yeah, there are (laughs) many people who get jobs later. Your daughter's not going to give a shit? Yeah. Many people who get a job later and they're like, what do you mean my wages are being garnished? And the government says, do you remember when you had all of this other supplemental income that you didn't fucking claim or tell anybody about, but you kept taking government assistance? Do you, re- do you remember? Which is not, again, neither here nor there. This yeah. is only for the comfort of the people who, who hate the system <laughs> as it is. The government gets theirs. Eventually, they're yep. going to get theirs. Yep. So, yeah. so that's, that's where I'm that's at. That's what I would welfare. love. I would love welfare to just exist, but work really well and have everybody understand one with what less is, people, the system for. can work better, you know. And oh, that's definitely not, not a value judgment on anybody, but it's the less, less less losers people, there are, the less losers need to be made that's winners. Horrible, Just horrible. As in, like losing in life. Yeah, you know, you're I got losing, you. I got not you. winning in the Charlie Sheen, the Charlie Sheen level. <laughs> winning. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? He quit winning after Charlie Sheen. We got AIDS, right? Charlie Sheen has AIDS. Is that yeah? What? I don't surprise anybody. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, pretty sure Charlie Sheen has AIDS. You can look it up, but <laughs> AIDS, AIDS got Charlie Sheen. <laughs> so, yeah, he was like, he was doing weird shit with like tiger's blood and stuff. I'm he's Charlie Sheen's a very complicated man. He like tweeted Charlie out. Sheen, much like the welfare system, is very complicated. It's it's very nuanced. <laughs> Yeah, it oh. takes years of studying to truly understand. Anyway, the it's next... like Trump rolled along and all of a sudden he was like, shit, man, like, I can't be the bombastic asshole that everybody hates now. Yeah. Fuck. He stole um, it from me. <laughs> What's our next serious topic here? <laughs> immigration. The next one Highly is immigration, serious. right? Um, oh, yeah. We've got... We've, we've talked about immigration. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's about many. This one, yeah. We had that whole... I had, like, that huge research thing that I did on DACA and the whole... Yo, so. Yeah. DACA all the way, obviously, we've talked about it in the past. I'm a huge proponent of DACA. There are people that I know, children here, that were brought here by their parents when they were little, little kids that yeah. I believe have no fucking 
no fucking business being deported because their parents brought them here when they were children. Yeah, to a grown up here, they're raised here, to. they've worked here. I mean, you're talking about we've talked about this in the past, but I mean, you're talking about people who are active members in society that have gone to school because they oh, had dude. to go to school. They have yeah. to have jobs. They have to have all these things they're to not our get deported. Age, man. Yeah, there dude, are these. these we I don't know school, what legal things you got to sign or do, but just fucking do it <laughs> we went to school with a couple of people who are in the DACA program and i remember when the last supreme court case was ruled or not ruled on they're like we're not going to take yeah, it you know figured out. seeing shit online of like oh my god like this person was a fucking dreamer is in danger of, of being yep. deported because their parents brought them here when they were a fucking baby yep. like it's that type of shit that's like that doesn't make any sense. Like, how can you Not how can all. you argue in favor of that? How could anybody argue in favor of that? Right. I am a huge systems person, a big, you know what I'm saying, follow the rules guy. I could not give a shit. I am not, I don't understand how anybody could argue in favor of deporting people who were brought here when they were children by their parents. It's so wild. That is, especially on like any type of moral standpoint of like, well, it's the right thing to do. Is it? Is, is that it? the right <laughs> thing to do? Is it? That seems backwards. They don't even know so, how to get a job in the country you want to sell them to, dude. They don't know the system. They don't know they, the language, They bro. grew yeah. up here. Do yeah. you understand this? They, you, You've been sitting on this for so long, buddy. You fucked up. Yeah. The minute they became adults... Game over, man. Um, They're in so, the system. They're Americans. Period. This is a dangerous thing for me to say, but I'm an America first guy in not the Donald Trump or Joe mm -hmm. Biden way, but in the way that we should all as Americans want what is best for America. And so similar to the welfare system, I'm largely in favor of an immigration reform. It's way too mm -hmm. fucking difficult to be here. Okay. I've always, I always knew that, but then like when you were telling me how long it took for your brother to get Carolina, when you were talking to me how long it took for your brother to get here after you and the rest of your family came here, it's like, that just doesn't like, something does seems fucked up about how right? this turned out. That like, oh, you're too old. You're going to hang out for, you know, till we decide you can come here. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know. That seems backwards. I think that's pretty obvious though. Oh, yeah. Right. And when you're in the process, you can't even go visit. Yeah, he couldn't come to our wedding. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. It's it's completely backwards. Um, so I'm obviously in favor of massive reform because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, I say America first because I am in favor of allowing anybody to come here who wants a chance at the American dream. That's part of our whole gym is we will literally take anybody. You're, yeah. you're tired, you're weak, kind of you're the poor, deal. you're huddled masses. That's Yep. As we say, so except for the sick, apparently we didn't want the <laughs> not sick. Not the sick. We don't take them. Not anymore. Ellis Island got um, real, real yeah. plaguey for a while. So, um, that, so that was a bad idea because it just turned into like Plague Island. Yeah, I'm in favor. I don't. Not even like a points based system because that's stupid. But in like letting, like I said, open the doors for anybody. But I am. For some reason, I would have to do more internal digging to answer exactly why. I am in favor of providing not priority but maybe like an extra point or something to people who will add immediate value in one way or another to the country whether it's intellectual they're going to do research they have a great job they're going to make a bunch of money they're going to do whatever and so not just in the money sense or just in this sense but mm -hmm. so there's many different categories you could apply that to like, like i said adding like a point to them but not to the way that like Oh, we let in eighty percent people who added value and twenty percent people who didn't. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's, yeah. and that sounds like a horrible way to. Because be at some point, that, like you might be looking at that. Exactly, and that's not what I'm in favor. Of, but I get the saying? concept, like, though. You should never be any more 
any over a 50-50 split in favor of people who are, quote-unquote, adding immediate value. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there should always be an equal number of people coming here who are already know what they're doing and also people who are looking for a better opportunity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's I, I don't know if that it really makes, makes, it makes sense. sense. It doesn't sound very good. The, the um, feeling makes sense. But... Yeah, and you're you you speak to the the need for reform because it is so complicated, and that I think speaks to like why, at the end of the day, like you want to have an immigration feeling that or system that feels like that, like you want to feel like right. if if you if you want to come to America and you got skills, and you got something that America needs real exactly. bad, like exactly. you get. You get the I don't like the the fast pass. I yeah, I want you to want to come here because you're like I have a skill that's going to be of great value in America, mm-hmm. but I also want you to want to come here because you're like I need a better start, I need a better yeah. opportunity, you're I want need to this. come here I, too. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want it to just be one or the other that America is just yeah. we're only letting in people need, that are uh, going to come here and work. Like I don't We're like 20% down on uh, engineers this year. Yeah. We need a bunch more of those. Bruce, I don't bring those ones in. I don't have that any problem bad. with people coming here that need that will be immediately on government assistance. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. As long as that's not what you do the entire time that you're here. You know what I'm saying? You're here you no, you're fine. When we came over here, actually, we got the government assistance for a little bit, for about like a year almost. Yeah. And my dad was able to find a better job, better paying job. Exactly. Yep. And that's exactly, for the same thing, this this kind of bleeds into the welfare thing that goes with that. If you're on that, especially if you came in from another country, I'm also massively in favor of vocational training. If, mm-hmm. you, if you have some skills, you want to try to learn to do something else, we're not going to send you to school free, but we'll set you down that fucking path. Get you some certificates, whatever. Start mm-hmm. you down the pathway that you can get a job in this industry. Go to school after that. Do your thing. Start banging. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I am, I am massively in favor of that. Of people who don't have things to be able to come here and make yeah. something of themselves more than they could wherever they're from. Call you know them uh, uh, enrichment benefits. Yeah, you know what I'm you saying. Know, like. Or like a you know something yeah. to like you know if you're coming here from a you know a you're trying to better yourself and your family yes. through that economically you're trying to make more money we will help you a get a house environment we will, yeah we will make sure you have food we'll make sure you have health care here's will a make program sure to put good. you up yep. this is this is how it's gonna we're gonna you're gonna feel like you're in the middle class right. but the best part is is that when your kids graduate from school and they go out on their own as adults they will be middle class however we're gonna help get you there and boom your family is set man you did it you fucking did it we invested in you because now we as a country benefit more from that too right and while while your kids are in school and while your house is paid for and shit Mm -hmm. during the day you're in vocational training at yeah. you know, whatever the fuck or, until you find a job. You yeah, know what I'm or saying? Doing on-the-job training exactly. at the local exactly. municipality. At the local municipality. Exactly. Like the county or the state or yeah. the city. This, or- is, this, while also an extremely nuanced issue, is not, I don't think, as hard to solve. You no. know what I'm saying? No, immigration would be much easier. If there was a set-aside of people's stupid <gasps> asshole fucking yeah. virtue-signaling bullshit. Yeah. What? You know, drain of the system and fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, it's fucking nonsense, bro. Yeah. It's, the people that are making those arguments, they don't similar to people it. who don't believe in welfare, have literally never 
needed assistance from somewhere and didn't have it. Yep. Couldn't get it from anywhere but the government. You know yep. what I'm saying? You've never been in a situation like that if you don't understand this. So Yeah. <clears throat> and you have so little trust in your fellow Americans' opinion that it is needed because they know somebody or have been through that system themselves. Yeah. It's like and you so you don't trust that like everybody that says we need it? Like you you're not you don't trust them? Right. Like we can argue about how you do it. But come on, man. Like that pisses me off. I like yeah. the uh the way Eric Weinstein puts it. Like if I was gonna put where I'm at while on immigration I'm a xenophilic restrictionist. That is a legit fucking dope-ass Tumblr you got there, my friend. Thank you. I got it from Sandy, actually, oh, for nice. Christmas. And I've used it every day since then. Super and I dope. put my last vinyl sticker on there. Oh, yeah. So, Looks good. That's pretty cool. If I can throw that on the store. Off a little bit, but yeah, right. If it wasn't so old, because the sticker sat on the shelf for like a year or something before I put it on here. So oh, yeah. The vinyl one? If it was a... Boop! Exactly. So if it was on a fresh computer. sticker, and this is also like a matte surface and has like a little bit yeah. of texture to it. So if it was a nice. fresh sticker, I think it would stick better. But yep. it was an old sticker on a matte surface. So For shizzle. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it, he says. Yeah. And I feel good about it. <laughs> Coming soon to the Boom. Street Store. I'm just kidding. We don't. We can't make these yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Give me more money and I'll make you yeah. water bottles. <laughs> About to outsource to Wuhan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outsource to Wuhan. So make sure you or let it sit in your in garage for two weeks before yeah. you put any water in it. <laughs> anyway. Um, immigration, anything else? Yeah. Zen what did I say? Xenophilic restrictionist. Um, I'm right, all about right. people coming. But let's just be smart about it. You know, I don't want to inhibit anyone from coming in that is not like a dangerously violent or, you know trying to be some kind of criminal period other than that like you you want to come you here? a dangerously violent criminal is that yeah. what you're <laughs> right because there's also this other thing that this this fundamental core belief we have as americans called innocent until proven guilty like i don't i don't want to make i want to make sure that that line doesn't get grayed yeah we're, we're prejudging we're possibly prejudging people because the information is always going to be shady right and we're going to prejudge you as a criminal so we don't want you coming in i don't I don't know about that. Nonsense. So it's what it's weird. Mean, Z uh, xenophilic restrictionist. What does it mean? Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah. you've heard the term xenophobic. America a should lot, still right? be number one. Like you are, you know. So xenophile is the opposite of a xenophobe. Somebody that likes aliens. You know, if you put it in that terms, or immigrants in this case. Um, but restrictionist by adding that is like you still believe that like. We should still have some rules and some guidelines about how we should do this thing. So not just a, you know, a quote-unquote open borders person would just right. would technically be like a, a xenophile, period. Well, and when Weinstein you know? has talked about it, he's talked a lot about bringing people here that, like, are smart but are not too smart. Yeah. Because you don't want to bring anybody here who's going to create too much competition for the people that you already have here. Mm -hmm. He's like, no matter what, you want America to be number one. So you want people to be coming here that are going to add to that system and, like, help supplement America being number one. But you don't want them to come here and also be like, but I'm still Chinese at the core, so I'm going to go back and do this. You know what I'm saying? You want no chance of that. You want everyone to stay here. Well, you want to yeah. keep them chip committed to America. Exactly. Does that mean for them to assimilate? Assimilate. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, but, maybe. yeah, but But not, it's like an extra step. Because right. it's more of like a, a personal, 
Right. If you're if you want to become an American, we certainly don't ask that you abandon your traditions or your heritage, you know, but also no. there are rules in America that you have to abide by that may contradict some rules back in your home country, but you don't fucking live there anymore. You live here now. So well, and these are the rules, yeah. but also do whatever the fuck you want because this is still America and we don't really give a shit at the core. So <laughs> we really and don't our give base a shit guys, at the we don't core. really care. But when we see you in public, we want to know yeah. that you're an American because if you don't, it's going to scare us and cause a whole fucking yeah. Patriot Act thing, and it gets really ugly. So it gets really ugly. You All you got to make the white people feel safe. Yeah. All you, you got to do is understand that an immigrant has to take an, what? an immigrant has to take an oath to become a citizen. You right. being born here don't have to take an oath to be a citizen. So right. they're technically more patriotic. You than have you to are. renounce your citizenship. Yes. So just so you know, it's. You know, an immigrant that has taken an oath has done more for their country. Technically, the, um, they've done a, like the equivalent of like a, a somebody that joins the military or Congress where you have to swear the oath. Right. You know, well, do there that thing is where a... most private citizens will never have done that. I don't know if disproportionate amount is the right. Maybe per capita, there is an extremely high amount of immigrants that end up serving in the military a word people that come yeah. here because they served in the military like joined in another country and then came here oh, as yeah. transfer that through. happens all the time yep all the time all the time Hello, filipino people that i know yeah a lot of people's yeah. parents that we know that they're like oh no i joined in the philippines and yeah. then i came here afterwards so like yep. that's fucking pretty rad <laughs> so yeah that shit happens all the time yeah the, that's the real cool. the real dirty truth about a lot of um legal immigrants is that they're generally more patriotic than you oh fuck yeah <laughs> and that's the dirty little truth not a lot of people want to when you came think about from yeah when you, you know even the from... ones that are like you took my job get out and you're like well they're actually more patriotic than you sorry when when you came from what would be considered poverty or sub poverty in america and then you like become even middle class and like you don't have any real debt and your kids go to college i mean whoa for, for, a, for a regular old white person, you might be like, that's just what I do. But <laughs> when you come from, like, from fucking less than poverty in America, yeah. and that's what you are able to turn your life into. I mean, that's exponential you came growth. Somewhere, yeah, that that's it, amazing. Exactly. There are, you, you hear more often than not, you know, mm -hmm. this country gave me this opportunity. That's why I came yeah. here. Like, that's so, when yeah. that's. We got to remember, like, if you're sitting there in your crappy little apartment in America and, like, thinking, woe is me and all this stuff, like, on the grand scale, like just strictly by the numbers, like odds are you're still in the one percent of it the world. It can help you when you need it. Like you know, when you, you know, need it, you don't always have to. No, there's just a, to cover our base. You don't yeah. always have to think of it that way because no. sometimes I'm real depressed and hearing other people have it worse isn't bad because fuck that person just because they have it yeah, worse doesn't mean right I don't have it bad. Yeah, you know? I'm still like, that's not in a shitty way. Exactly. That's not to say that just because you're in America everything good is point. great, but if if you're feeling, you know, like a real asshole and you need to humble yourself a little bit, be like, well, I can also go and play yep. a game on the internet where they literally donate rice because I have free time. Whoa. Did you, did you know that? I don't, Googling. Is, I wish I could remember what it's called. You, like, answer trivia questions and it fills up this digital rice bowl and every question you answer correctly is X amount of grains of rice that's being donated. Freerice.com. To another country maybe yes swear to god swear to god it's just trivia questions 
Games for Change. Free rice. Gamesforchange.org. rice to the World Food Program for every word that you correctly define. That's what it is. Yes, that's exactly Whoa. it. That's exactly it right there. Yep. Is there Games for Change. Right Not now? right now. Damn it, Colin. I, okay. I haven't gotten that deep in the Gamesforchange.com. Digital Rice Bowl. Yeah, you li- it's it's words and you pick what the meaning is and the rice bowl fills oh, up. You know what? You donate. It'll rice. be in the the description. The link will be in the description down below. There you go. Free rice. Will you down write that down, podcast. please, babe? On that piece of paper. Gamesforchange.org. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. She's putting on her fucking lipstick. Oh, producing the shit out of the that's show, right. Though. It's, it's down and digital. Well, she does it. Woo, yeah. snap. Um, she, it's a word. Yeah. Immigration. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, okay. So. It's a good word. Like three. I don't know how many. Immigration's done. That's immigration. a Check. Second Amendment. This one's going to be quick. Right? Quick and so, easy. So, yeah. Because we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Um, to the teeth. It, to, to the teeth. I know. That's. I'm, El dente. Which, again, this is one of those things. If you listen to the first episode, you're going to be like, what the fuck happened? So, you're going to have to. <laughs> you're going to have to find in there. When Dax was born and shit, because that's around the time that this went down. Um, armor. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm in favor of armor. I took mine off. You guys heard yeah. it earlier. I had mine on. Colin's skinnier than me, so I got The fact armor. that um, this is now become an issue in 2A, I'm starting to get upset. That's, pretty crazy. I just, I'm wearing a vest with some steel in it. Leave me alone. Or ceramic. Ceramic. Ceramic Sorry. with a poly backing. That fours, is. baby. Level yep. fours. Yeah, and these are... These are the special thread plates. Also works great as just a general weight vest. It's yeah. it's nice. It's heavy. Makes you feel real light afterwards. Yeah, these are ceramics too. Probably wouldn't want to be sporting one of these when you got COVIDs, but. This is, yeah, so like each of those are like six and a half pounds. And so it's like 13. And then I think the carrier weight's like two pounds. So 15. And then I got three mags on it, so 18 pounds. Heavy that. duty. So. Nice. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so armor, full auto. Um, I believe that citizens should have access to full auto firearms. Um, I progressive over the here. whole nine. I would I would concede to background checks because I do believe that if for violent crimes and things like that, because quickly, let me okay, let me start over. Let's do it. I would concede <laughs> like, to at me. Quickly. near <laughs> immediate background checks would be something that I would morally, if I was to be able to make up all the rules. Kind of like what we have now. Except, 10 or 15 minutes. Mm, like that timeline. A, but it doesn't take, it's not 10 or 15 minutes. It's like, oh. can take days. And that's why when you buy a firearm, right. you're I supposed guess. to wait 10 days. But sometimes it, I mean, it can take more than that. But yeah, it's true. Yeah. You got to wait until they call you and tell you that your background check it used yeah. to be. That if you had a concealed pistol license, mm-hmm. they could run your concealed pistol license background check, and then you could walk out that same day. Yeah. But you had to have a CPL, and that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, 1639, fuck that whole thing up. Yeah, because, I mean, you may, like, when you go in and make the purchase, right? Yes. Like, you'll run the background check, and then... You gotta wait till it comes back till you can pick exactly. it up. Exactly. But they're, like, not fully done yet. Right. So um, that, that timeline right there of you go to an iPad... And you fill out the form, and then it hits the universe, the internet, because I don't know why they have to take it and submit the, it shit now. The but the next then, background check. Yeah, system. and then it goes whoop, and then you would like one that goes green check. I'm done. down to wait like 15 that? minutes. Like I think yeah. that it should be 
if we're going to be doing background checks, this needs to be something that can be done effectively in a store trip. It's not going to, yeah, it's not going to hinder your store trip. No. Especially if you, if you don't have a criminal history. I have literally zero criminal record at all. There is no reason at all. I Which shouldn't is be also able a to, miracle. I shouldn't be able childhood. swear to God. I've said it more than one time. I, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to walk into a store, buy a firearm, and leave that same day. If I have oh, yeah. no record of mental defect, of criminal history, of anything that would lead to anything untold, mm-hmm. there's no reason that I shouldn't be able to walk out that same day with the firearm. In my personal opinion, I understand there are many people who are like, what do people get angry and any emotional problems? You can't mm-hmm. limit people's rights to control for the few that choose to misuse them. Yeah, And so... That's why I'm for like instant background checks that because I do believe that if you're going to abuse your second amendment right, you no longer have access to it. If you're going to buy a gun and then shoot a bunch of fucking innocent people, yeah. you don't get to buy guns anymore. If, even, <laughs> even if you yeah. go to jail and then get out, you know what I'm saying? 20 years later, you don't get to buy guns anymore. Cause the last time you did that, you fucking murdered 10 people. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that. Not cool. I don't, not cool, man. Not cool, Not man. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, so I'm fine with that just Be cool, because I kids. don't, I don't, don't shoot that, up your school. I don't believe that people who have been violent with firearms should have access, to, should have yes. continued access to firearms. Yes. I believe there's also exceptions to that. There's reform and all kinds of stuff. And so mm. it's obviously a gray area, you know? Okay. There are people I know that have had their, not for these things, but have had their right to to bear arms taken away and then they can go and get it back later you know uh-huh. so there are some crimes where that's okay that it's taken away on the front end and then you're able to get it back after x amount of years of no criminal history and whatever you know so yeah like you're you're showing through experience you're cleaning your record right. so there are some exceptions to that murder would not be one of those things you know what i'm saying murder with a firearm specifically would yeah be one of those things also stabbing somebody to death probably wouldn't give you a gun afterwards but Neither here yeah. nor there. Again, this is yeah, a gray area that. that we can discuss when Colin and I get to sit down and write the gun policy for America. America. Anyway, so, background checks, near instant, normalized kid and militias. I don't think that, partially because I don't believe that the military should be such an enormous structure or thing, I think that it should be way more normalized for people to wear kit, and I think it should be way more normalized for individual states and counties to have militias of non-crazy people oh but donovan are... we do they call it the national guard yeah no um that's our militia. actual citizens like regular dudes who have yeah. you know what i'm saying that don't like, we know the national guard are citizen soldiers but let's yes. be real here and i believe that i believe in myself that if it were a more regularized thing mm-hmm more normalized it wouldn't be full of like a bunch of fat fucks you know that are just like a bunch of fuds and shit because the dudes like you and i and jake and your brother yeah and michael that would be it location wise like in the same militia you know what i'm saying the stigma are gonna look at the fat people and be yeah. like you guys got to figure something out because yeah you know do like, what you want in your own life but you're not helping us out if we have to go out and do battle i don't want you covering me because you can't fucking run with me yep. like and so I think that that type of shit, you know, that because that's when Vice News and whatnot covers militias now. That's what they always talk about, you know. Yeah, you really unfit militias. dudes in, you know, ill-fitting plate carriers and, uh, you know, old army fatigues that are doing this and training and winded after a small run. Like, I think that a lot of that shit would go away if, yeah. it, if more people were in militias. Like, if the stigma wasn't so severe, right. the stigma wouldn't exist. And I don't think that they... <laughs> and I don't think that... 
they should like take over for police forces or anything, you know. Nah, but I think it should be more normalized that's real and anarcho-capitalist shit. Shit happens, you know. If there is fucking, God, I don't know, some type of shooting in a mall or something like that, you are mm-hmm. more likely to have dudes that are prepared for something like that so that maybe less people will die maybe something can be done you know what i'm saying if you got five militias in kitsap county the likelihood that if there's a shooting at kitsap mall that at least one dude with militia involvement is going to be there is way fucking higher you know yeah Uh, that's a school any any number of things i only thought a mall because dudes are adults are going to be walking in and out all the time whereas a school you might have to like dropping your kid off or something or might be a teacher but yeah and i mean i i think ideally right in a neighborhood if something happens in a neighborhood i mean there's all kinds of shit should be like the community leaders should also be the the community militia leaders like the you know and not politicians but like you know like the principals of schools and like all these different you know maybe heads of you know, industries and, on down. I mean, and it should all be like community. That's like the actual level of community that needs to be involved. And in. the normalization of this type of stuff is largely on the firearms community. You yeah. Know what I'm saying it's, it's on us to not be fucking dickheads and to, to make shit look like this and to sit on a podcast and just sit there with a play carrier and record, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it is our responsibility to make it not look like a bunch of crazy assholes, a bunch of QAnon, proud boy motherfuckers yeah. when you wear a kit. It's our job to do that. It's my protest. Do you know what I'm saying? So we, as the firearms community, need to be less assholes, less scary, less intimidating about the whole thing. But yeah. as is every other topic we talked about, people in general need to be more understanding of what's going on and be willing to listen instead of yeah. write people off as proud boys or crazies or whatever, you know? Now... As you've been talking about this, right? Yes. I've been, I've been, I was forming this weird connection. Tell me if it's nothing. Okay. Is it weird that we have a society so... We have a, a group in probably a decent amount of people, I would say, that would call themselves like free speech absolutists, like, you know, that really believe and stand behind the concept of free speech, right? But we don't put as much weight behind the Second Amendment. Yeah. The one right next to it. Like, yeah. Because you cannot tell me that words have not killed more people. The, the effects of words and people's freedom of speech has not led to more people dying than the existence of a firearm. Certainly. Isn't that kind Certainly. of like words start wars? Yeah. Guns, guns can shoot people. But yeah. And I think words part start of that, wars. Um, is is like the perceived danger aspect, you know, the misunderstanding mm-hmm. of the tool thing. Like, yeah, because some, you really could kill like somebody to, with a gun. People really like yeah. to minimize that. You get up on that like, soapbox and tool, you start you talking know? for a little while. You but, might storm the fucking Capitol with a couple thousand people. But I've also, you know, Dax is not yet two years old and he has a Nerf gun and we've already implemented yeah. the targets around the house. You know what I'm saying? That like, you don't point this at your mom. You don't point it at your dad. You don't point it at the dog or the cats. Mm-hmm. no people you point it at these targets because that's as of now you know what i'm saying that's yeah. what this is for is for targets yep. this is for targets that's what you use it for and when he's old enough to comprehend the fact that it is the difference between a tool and a toy right now yeah. you can go and shoot your friends with and it he's, i i come here with you know what i'm saying with that all the time so he oh, leaves yeah. me he sees me leave the house with it i've cleaned my weapons from him like he sees me oh. arm myself with my pistol every time we leave the house you know he knows that they exist. Oh yeah. He doesn't understand Literally, obviously what visually they are. born into it being done in front of him as as normal as not, can be. Right. And I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to create that stigma for him that no. this needs to be hidden from you. This needs to be this. It needs to. I'm going to securely store them because you're a child and you don't fucking understand the large term consequences. But you also need to understand that this is a tool. This is not something. It's not a weapon or it's not a, a, a tool of damage or, or, you know what I'm saying, or anything like that. It's not a malicious object. This is something that I carry every day to protect us because it's a tool of safety. It's a tool, and the way that it's used depends completely on the intent of the person who's using it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So regardless of, I even saw since we started getting into guns, I've like you know seen more shit in like media and stuff. You know that I'm like, oh well, they obviously fucking hate guns. That mm-hmm. even in like the Avengers movies, and I think it was oh like, like that level of media. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, Civil War, I think, and Captain America doing something throws a shield knocks out like four dudes you know and then he's talking on his radio and he's like they're fully automatic gunfire right because they're fucking bad guys yeah full autos right because you gotta have machine guns baby body armor bulletproof vests ar-15s this this and this okay no it's not a fucking ar-15 because it's automatic and that's for a regular person who doesn't know they don't give a shit and i'm not i'm not upset that they got it wrong i'm upset that that creates a stigma in america that these bad people have AR-15s. Yeah. But they don't. They have fucking M4s. They have M16s. They have whatever this other automatic weapon is they have. They don't have an AR-15. Yep. Because it's automatic. Because an AR-15 is not fully automatic. That's that's the thing that pissed me off. Yep. Is not that... Well, because you know they didn't do it on accident. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that Because I know it wasn't an accident. I know it wasn't an accident. It was nope. done that way to help push that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's the shit that I don't like. That's the shit... That makes it not acceptable for you to wear that, and for me to wear that, yep. and for you know me to even show my son that I that I own a gun or that it How exists, or you? that people will use it for something other than to kill other people. You know, it's just not. That's ludicrous. You know, ludicrous. It's it is right there with you. So that's two A. That's where I'm at. Yep. What do you think? I think we'll just let it go with that one. I'm like, all right. I'm, I've been wearing the body armor, bro. Where I think we're, that speaks, we're on we're on the same same level. Yeah, I I understand. I have some utopian views on the Second Amendment because, yeah, I don't. Do I. You know, but I'm realistic about it. You know, Excuse I understand me. that like if we're if there's going to be one amendment that we have to infringe on on a consistent basis, and and deem it the moral thing to do. Okay. But let's be fucking reasonable here, people. Slippery slope. And when shit goes Slippery bad, slope. you're going to be real sad that you did it. You exactly. Because remember, that First Amendment that you know, everyone loves to get behind, including me. The first one's only there to, because the second one backs it up. The first one can overthrow the second one if it so chooses. Yeah. Real easy. You can't. And then, then there's no protection. So that's where I'm at on 2A. Love it. The next one that we have here, social media censorship. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Um, okay. So this is a topic, obviously, this well, is because a tough in, one. in the last years, that's been a huge problem. But yeah. specifically in the last few weeks, um, Donald Trump, Rand Paul being pulled off of Facebook, Donald Trump being pulled off of Instagram. He is, as we said earlier, back on Instagram and Facebook, or at least yeah. his accounts have been activated again. And that, it's um, not just parlor. No. It was I mean, the great purge, man. We're yes. talking... Tens and hundreds of thousands of users gone. And then, Just gone off and then of all these that, platforms. We started seeing journalists, mainstream journalists, start calling for the expulsion of other people because they didn't yeah. like 
their views. Jack Posobiec from OAN, people were calling for yep. him to be pushed out because he uh, was like a proponent of Stop the Steal. Oh, yeah. I saw people calling for Andy No to be pulled off because he's a fascist and he's doxing people. And then I saw that releasing the personal information of people involved in the capital rights isn't doxing yeah. because they were out in public. Interesting. It's doxing for Andy No to post the mugshots and the criminal charges of people who are being arrested and then released on bail in Oregon. That's doxing. Publicly held information that you or I could Google and find at any moment in time. That's doxing. But releasing the private and personal information of people who were at a riot, that's not doxing, right? The fuck? Wasn't it doxing during the summer riots of course colin i feel like that was doxing but back that's then blm too. Mm. now it's that's not doxing. doxing as fuck <laughs> af bro now we're not doxing no okay no these are white okay. supremacists they're all criminals who need to be brought yeah. to justice they're white supremacists colin <laughs> so well we've been mm, talking about shadow banning for all three years now um, all three years and now. it's a problem we ran into pretty fucking early this is true so I find it hilarious how many people didn't believe us until like a month before the, the election purr. when they're like, oh, no, you can't talk about these articles. Yeah, and no, all. you're not allowed to share this video and you can't talk about this. Don't talk about coronavirus or masks or, or any of these things. And everyone's like, oh, my God, the tech overlords are literally controlling oh, no. our, our own speech. And like, how did this do. happen? And I told you three years ago. Before we started doing, maybe while we were even doing this, right? Yeah. And Twitter's pulling shit off, and and Jack did that Joe Rogan with Tim Pool and, oh, and yeah. whatever that woman is. I'm still standing there at Benick, and I'm like, fuck that. It's a fucking private company. They can do whatever they want. I don't give a shit. Go to somewhere else. What the fuck does it matter? Like, and it's so it's I I understand a thousand percent how easy it is to get lost in that and so it's... stuck in like I understand what you're saying, and I believe you. But also, not like that I didn't believe in shadow banning, but like, I felt very much that Twitter's a private company. If you're not going to follow their rules because they can make whatever rules they want because they're a private company, then you have to go somewhere else. But as soon as that somewhere else got pulled off of the internet, I was like, okay, hold on. This theory doesn't really game out the way that I thought it did because if we literally then can't let these people have their own fucking place, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You're not allowed to speak. You can't even try and say that it's for free speech or protection because you just they you can't you just can't have a place. You don't get to have a place to talk. Canceled. What? Yep. That shit that that one shocked me, right? I never It was big. Never even conceived of that being a reality. Even yeah. when you and other people are like, "Oh no, no, this is just the first step." I was like, "You're crazy, yeah. bitch." So it, well, and it's 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 the release of the Kraken, man. The also, real release of the Kraken. It's been slow, but now they're they've realized what they can do now. Right, because I also felt like, no, man, like if they change the rules, that's like you know two left, then people will just leave the platform and they'll just revolt and blah blah blah. They won't. They'll just get more people who believe in that. They'll just keep finding people who don't give a shit and they'll yep. follow those rules and they'll vote for the purging of anybody who even bucks them the slightest bit yep. you know it's a the echo chamber and so, it's an ever-growing echo chamber so i believe that it goes without saying private i believe private companies should not be in charge of what can what can take part 
who and what can take part in public discourse. Um, especially under the guise of like public safety, you know, um, or even rules under the guise of public safety, like bullying and like shit like that. You know, stuff we've seen those get subverted into things like dead naming. Yeah. You know, where if yeah. you're using someone's name, even inadvertently or saying, well, when men aren't women though, you know, or things like Ooh, that. Can't say that. Immediately pulled. Right. Yep. So we, I, I even have a hard time conceding to those things, you know, because we've seen them be subverted so readily already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say unfortunately because I think that it's a good thing. I've arrived after many long hours of thinking that the internet, <laughs> you're going to be like, no shit, you stupid asshole. The internet should really be a place of unfettered free speech following the same guys of the First Amendment that we have now, that there are very few things you can't say, and past that you can say whatever you want. Word! And, and, <laughs> and I know, you're just like, you stupid asshole. And if they don't want to follow these rules. <laughs> I hate how much I'm saying everything you've already said before. No, you're good. If, you're good. You're good. I love it. I love it. Keep it going. If they follow these rules, then they need to be held liable as publishers for everything that's there, not just the things that they don't like. So, hopefully, I didn't steal all the words out of your mouth. That was, <laughs> no, that was that was really good. You you are my spirit animal right now. You've embodied my. Here we are. Where the growth that I have done over the last three years. Guns and a free speech warrior from hell. Look I at know. you. <laughs> what did I do? I know. I didn't. I. This is a very light touch, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't do much. All I did was like, hey, let's talk. It's just bullshit. That we did. <laughs> Recorded and put it on the internet. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Hold you liable for all the backwards things you're saying, you it's... idiot. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So, um. The pro- I'm I'm not going to really repeat anything you said because I'm just going <laughs> to continue on with it because because hopefully I didn't steal all your no because really I mean I, everybody should be remembering this everybody should be thinking about this you know everybody remembers a time when the internet was the wild west it was this free place that you can just go do whatever you wanted to do now you know because the the real problem is here right like. Donald Trump has been kicked off the internet necessarily. Parler has been. Parler was kicked off the internet. Parler was kicked right? out of the free market. Now, like you don't get yes. to exist as a and company, and it is anymore. not impossible for them to re-enter the market. Right. But there's cost to that, and it's don't know if you can do it or not. Yeah. It's not like it might not be. It's not that. Viable. Yeah, um, but that has never existed before until just now realistically you mean the power to control that socially the power has been there because it's all just the flick of a switch the touch of a button type of stuff like you could always do it but the fact that the social pressure was enough to push a private corporation that usually just does whatever the fuck they want to do that makes them money that caused them to do that and and punished these people and pushed them away and exiled them, banished them away from the conversation that they're having or allowing to take place under their, their giant platform, right? So the problem with deplatforming is like one aspect of the argument, right? Yeah. Because you, there are more platforms, right? You could do platforming. You, there, there needs to be a resurgence of like platforms, obviously that to, 
to flood the market so we can get rid of the monopoly of just a couple giants. Right. Um, but the problem is, is there's not a whole lot to be mo- there's not a whole lot of money to be made because of the current ad model revenue that everybody has been married to from fucking day one, which I said was the death of the internet. The yeah. minute that how do I make this internet money? Oh, I got an idea. Let's call up the g- same guys that the fucking TV people do to make their money. We'll take their money. We'll call the yeah. What was that show? The advertising show. Mad Men. Mad Men. We'll call the Mad Men up. That's who. The, that's everybody's slave to the Mad Men. Yeah. Get rid of that, and you have a free internet again. But I don't know if you can get that. I don't know if there's there's nobody's. We've gone this long. Nobody's find another viable financial option. Right. You know what I mean? Like subscription based. That's one way to do it. But the problem is you need to have a giant audience before you rely on subscriptions because you will get a small fraction of your right. audience to actually subscribe. You know, it almost. So good. And that's what makes it tough. Yeah. You know, so you get put in this position now where an entire company can just be taken offline overnight. That's I mean, that's it's a game changer as far as like the free speech aspect of it. Because you've now told one company has told another company you don't have the right to exist as a company anymore. Right. We're not, you know, you just can't do that. When it almost seems like, and I don't like this solution, but it almost seems like in order for everybody to have unfettered access to the internet, it, like it almost needs to be treated as uh, as a utility, you know. And I don't, I've never been in favor of that argument, but if there, if if we literally aren't able to leave it up to private businesses to do it equally, then we need to make it illegal for it to be unequal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like, and because that's how I feel about it. Like you can't restrict somebody's access to water or power. You know, you have to give, yes. if their house doesn't have access, you have to be willing to do it. You know? So the difference is those are all like things. And that's, that's what right? I'm saying. Like Even I don't power I don't, is like, and that's, I, it's I tough. I feel you, and that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. love this argument, but yeah. I could, I could, I could make the argument to you that even yeah. though the internet is not a tangible thing like electricity, like, like water, there is so much daily life that requires oh, access dude. to the internet. Hard, yeah. It it is it is. I definitely I'm I'm not arguably as vital yeah. as those two things. I'm definitely not arguing arguably. against the fact that like it's necessity, right? Like 100 percent, like. But the problem, it's so new. We don't know what it is. So I'm how, telling you, that's why I don't like we, this. Yeah. But it, I, don't, I don't see another, as Let's, far as to like force yeah. equality the same way that we've done with other things. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. So I'm very interested to. What are we talking about? Like server farms? What I'm saying. Um, you know, and the government are, pays. For, yeah. For, yeah. For, do we just build them wherever in the middle of the ocean or something? Like, I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Just build them on the polar ice caps, melt that but shit. Some, yeah, but something, and that's it's almost like it would be easier just to do a legal remedy. Like you can't. Sorry, if you want to have business on the internet, that's what I'm saying. If you want to, if you want to take advantage of two thirty, you you got to follow these exactly. fucking rules. Exactly. And if you don't follow these fucking rules, guess what? No more protections. You're liable. See your ass in court. Yeah. You got the fucking money to fight them. You're the government. Exactly. Fucking fight them. I, there are some antitrust stuff going on right now, but you know that only does so well. I'm excited to I mean, talk, to, like have more tech people on. Yeah, and be, talk to them about that. Yeah, <clears throat> I was, I, I'm gonna talk to Paul. Talk about to Larry that. about that too. Yeah, Larry about Bitcoin and about what to do about the internet. 
I'm sure he's yeah. got a lot to say about censor, social media censorship. Oh, fuck yeah. Do you have anything else to say on this? No, no, yeah. I think that's good. I think the last thing I have to say yeah, on social media censorship, using a platform to systematically silence certain people and or certain speech is un-American and should not be allowed here. Word. That sums it up. I'd say that's very healthy. All right. Um, the next one we have, money and politics. Right? So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and start with repeal Citizens United. Please. Um, I don't believe that corporations should be involved in politics at all. Nope. Um, I'm not a favor of... I understand the necessity is not the best word, the purpose of lobbyists, but I do not believe that any money gifts of any kind should be no dinners, no fucking... No nothing. Nothing. Should you know be what I'm scheduled meetings between nine and with five a, with only. With a third party there. Yes. To, yes. Like, it should be highly regulated. <laughs> Hard, if you're yeah. going to have a private company, you should yeah. be able to have somebody there to <clears throat> argue in I your want a favor judicial at clerk the Capitol. from the yes, judicial branch. I want a fucking... Yeah. I want an aide from the Democratic Party, if it's a Republican, and... I want uh, somebody from the executive branch. Yeah. No All money, there. no money, no trips, no dinners, no anything. Uh-uh. No nothing. Um, get a gift, get the fuck out. Anybody finds out that you got anything of any value at all from a private company, get the fuck out. No public service, no checks, no fucking nothing. Get we, the fuck out. We should uh, also, at the same time that we do this little reformation you're talking about, yes, we should uh, expand the Congress, the congressional jail underneath, with more cells. Yes, that way, when it does happen, we have places to put them, to and the Capitol them. Police can just arrest them and put them down there until the, you know, the regular police get involved. Yeah, I like this idea. I also believe there should be a gap, a time limit or a time gap. I don't know how long between private sector service and public sector service yeah. and vice versa. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, I, I don't... There's some loose ones like for the military. Yes. Um, but it, like there's a couple maybe but loose things. But there's way too many do. people that are able to work for a defense contractor, say, and then go and become the secretary of defense. Yeah. That type of shit, none of that. No, no more of that in any type of way. I'm, I'm saying, like, even 10 years is, like, not that long for someone who's fucking committed to the game. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you're like, oh, fuck it, I'll wait 10 years. I'll just do something else for 10 years, and then I'll be the Secretary oh, yeah. of Defense. So, I don't... I don't like the idea of cutting people, like, you need to choose either public sector life or private sector life. I don't like that because there's so much value added for people who have owned businesses and then go into public sector work. Or people who were in the military and then go into public sector work being, you know what I'm saying, yeah. public servants. But like, there, we've got like to find said, a way to... It's complicated, yes, but like... but we've got to find a way to... That ins- needs to be the goal. Exactly. 100%. We need to find a way to weed out you know what i'm saying that that dirty ties the the shit that leeches over that's mm-hmm. that's no good we can't have any of that anymore because it it's we've seen way too many examples in the past of just oh, leads us down dark paths you know what i'm saying and, and um, don't even you generally don't have to look that far back you just need to start looking and soon you will find a case exactly it's fucking disgusting yeah um Ugh. zero tolerance policy 100%. yeah so that's all that i have written down here where you at yeah politics um i see the advantage of like the corporations being able to do that i like i understand where citizens united comes from but at the end of the day i wholeheartedly disagree with the supreme court on that one like it just does not make sense yeah corporations are not people we cannot do that you know the titans of industry should be able to donate to no more 
you know, dollar amount wise, no more, no less than me or you. Yeah. Like we should not be allowed to do that. Right. PACs, political action committees, like these, these companies that are started to do nothing but take advantage of donating to, uh, you know, donating extra money to politicians. It's it's a way to circumvent the standard donations. Donating extra money from politicians and not knowing where the source is in yes. most cases, you know. And in a lot yeah. of them, they have the names in – the names are a reference to what that pack is. You yeah. Know? But there are many cases, are. just like many show like corporations. Like Nikki Haley's new one. It would probably be like, you know, Haley 2024 20, soon. Right. So <laughs> – and – um or AOC is like um, Citizens for Change or something like right. that. Right. Oh, and just like, just like we've seen with like many shell corporations, you yep. know, that people will set up shell corporations oh, yeah. to pay people money, you know, and it's, I don't know, fucking... Shell corporation on top of shell corporation Spider-Man and Deadpool LLC, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what yep. the company is called, and you Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels, you know what I'm saying? Setting up random, I know yep. you know that, but example for them, Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels and Michael Cohen set up all these shell corporations or a shell corporations to pay Stormy Daniels through this shell corporation. So that type of shit happens all the time. And in politics, we can't have it. We cannot have no. people being able to do whatever they want and just put ever, however much money they want into politics. And Citizens United open blew the doors wide open just for that type of shit. So, yeah, that needs to go away. Accountability. Um, that the concept of PACs needs to be looked at. Yeah, you know that I'm not. There's there's still some some fuckery in there. I understand that in today's day and age, things are very expensive. I understand that, you know, these politicians now are spending. What are these campaigns spending? Think about how much fucking money they are spending. Millions right? of dollars. Millions and millions of dollars. And tens of millions in some cases. Yeah, for what? Oh, I got a puppy. And, yeah, to get somebody elected or not. Race, right. Or not. What do you do after it doesn't? What happens to all that money? Like that bad, 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 bad. Yeah, we all get refunds, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, like. All you Bernie bros out there, you remember how much money he raised? You going to get a refund? <laughs> no, definitely not. Just I don't goes know. away. So yeah. I don't know how to answer the PAC problem, but it is dirty as fuck, and we all know it. And Could I don't know how head. you figure it out, because I understand part of their necessity. Yeah. Because they are formed to show interest and raise money. They, two things that they do. The more donations a PAC has because they support ex-candidate, that's part of polling right there. Yeah. You know? So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you do, but the, because you can't take it out. You know, there was voucher systems talked at, at like Seattle and shit at some point. You right, know, there's that right. whole thing going on there. Right. You know, I forgot about Democracy that. dollars or whatever Yeah. You got um, X amount of money in yeah. vouchers that you could donate to campaigns in the like, state. I, I like, forgot about that. Yeah. I like that. Like, you could do that, like, on a small city level or something like that. Democracy I like that thing. Called, yeah. But realistically, that's not something you can do at scale for the that's United funny. States. I forgot right. about that. The real, real key is for us to, like, take them down off the pedestal that we keep putting them on so that we don't want to give them dollars and we just want to hear them on TV on some crappy fucking C-SPAN broadcast talking about the ideas they want to push in the government and then we decide to show up and vote for their fucking ideas instead of giving them a bunch of fucking money to run around the it's 2020 we, they don't need millions and millions of dollars to run campaigns no. Andrew Yang did it with a very small budget I'm R.I.P. his future for me 
<laughs> I don't know where I was going to go with that. It I just, forgot to. My uh, Andrew Yang thing is I'm super bummed about him. Running for mayor in New York. Just being a sellout just now. He's a Kool-Aid. fucking shill. Yeah. Um, I forgot to say this during social media censorship. Um, but I was listening to NPR Ooh, the other day. Yes. And they were talking about... I don't know why about, you do that. It's like torture, bro. <laughs> for reasons just as this. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about, you know, all the all the soldiers in the Capitol, all the National Guard yep. in the Capitol, and, you know, all the, the fences being put up and all around all the other Capitals. And, like, it's so sad, you know, that, like, we have to be on such high alert because, you know, we just we can't really know what's happening, you know, because all these people, like they're not on social media anymore. And so oh, we have man. no, I, we have no way of knowing what they're planning. Oh my God. It's almost like this whole fucking time. People have been saying, no, you should not kick them off because then we don't know <laughs> what they're fucking saying. We don't know what they're going to do. And now here, the excuse for having 20,000 national guardsmen sleeping on the floor of the Capitol building. is because, well, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Fucking assholes! Are you joking? Are you fucking kidding me? I showed you the picture of that that Google traffic map. Yes. Did you Which happen is, to just see nothing but closures? I told Jordan last night. Tim Kennedy had this really excellent post he did on Instagram that was pictures of the soldiers sleeping on the floors in the Capitol. I saw, a and couple he was pictures talking about this post was something to the effect of how disgusted he was at all of these politicians that were virtue signaling about how sad it was that Donald Trump had got this country to the point that we had to have national guardsmen sleeping on the floor of the Capitol. And he's like, it's like for almost two decades now, we've had soldiers sleeping in holes in the desert and you couldn't have cared any less. You send people. Yeah, exactly. Is you, you send people overseas, you voted and didn't, couldn't give a fuck less about what was going to happen. And now now that they're here to protect you because of everything you have fucked up, you're going to post online about how sad it is that Donald Trump made the country like this. He was like, eat my dick. Like, get the fuck so out of here. Good. Amazing. So good. I don't I don't always agree with Tim Kennedy. That I agreed with a thousand yeah. percent. What a bunch of fucking assholes. 20 years in the Middle East. And now you, more and, than and you happy, feel bad now? More now than happy to send them. More yeah. than happy to vote to send them. Couldn't have cared less. Now. I feel like most of those guys would rather be sleeping in the Capitol. Yes. Than a hole in the ground? Uh, yes. Uh, uh. That's what Jordan said something to the effect of, like, you know, it's like my dad did not sleep under a Humvee, you know, yeah. for X amount of days. Like, yeah, it's, it's nonsense. It's absolute bullshit. Like, <clears throat> this is why. This is why. You got to love it. Next one is Do homelessness. We? Homelessness. No, you don't have to love All right. it. That's I have a... the answer to homelessness. How? Oh, right. Those without homes. Oh, yes. Houselessness. Houseless. Those yeah. experience ha- houselessness. Those experiencing houselessness. Excuse yes. me. That would be very because difficult. to call someone homeless is racist. Horrible. <laughs> it's white supremacist. Yeah. Terrible. Fuck. Okay, so homelessness. This is a huge problem here. Yeah. Um, and we know in, how to fix it. In our direct county... <laughs> We know how to fix it. Um, that one and, thing that everybody's trying to figure out. And in Seattle, in Eugene, when we went there, it's an even bigger problem in Eugene than in Seattle, believe it or not, because oh, in yeah. Eugene, it's not. In Seattle and in shit, and in like the neighboring communities of Eugene, it's illegal to like have encampments and to like be sleeping on the street corner. And in yeah. Eugene, it's not. So in Eugene, there's just fucking tent cities everywhere. And, I mean, literally almost every freeway entrance, you know, there's just that little cut of grass. Three or four tents set up right there. Oh, wow. Almost every one coming off, getting on. 
You know what I'm saying? Man, I wonder if the go- if it goes back so far that the Google images might have it. You probably could if you I just wonder. Google Maps Eugene and put yourself on a yeah. You I'm gonna go could. like California. Um, oh, probably where, it, where it's and where it's deep. So in Seattle, it's super bad too. Um, yeah. They've been the Calenderson Park. They've been dealing with that shit ever since the Chaz. It's went still down. going right. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm in Southern California and, and so, I see it. You know, a 30 square foot patch of grass without tents on it, so it must be dated. <laughs> oh my god! It's downtown LA. That's hilarious. I've seen Bridget um, Fetisy's been on fire with that shit, man. She yes. sends those videos of like driving, and it's just it's miles, literally dude. a mile of encampment. It's fucking ridiculous. Yes. So, and we're not. I'm not even gonna do it. Yeah. People, no. If you think that's what we're saying, then you're a stupid asshole. Um, we need more shelters, right? We we talked a lot about this when the head tax thing came out, mm-hmm. right? And we were talking zoning and yeah. like all this shit, right? Yep, 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 so we yep, need yep. more shelters. It's, it's Seattle specifically. I think we can talk about because we know a lot of the issues. Yeah. We have some decent research and ideas and what's going on there. We need more shelters. There isn't enough shelters, right? And we need shelters that also fit the wide variety of circumstances that exist in the homeless community, right? So when we when at least when I was doing research, in there a lot of the problems I heard is there are like shelters where you like have to be single or you can't bring your dog or you fucking whatever right so there are people yeah. with dogs that won't go there because they're not going to leave their dog outside yeah there are people with families they're like well i can send just my wife here or my wife and my kid but then the husband has to still sleep outside right so yeah. we need more shelters trans people yeah there's there are many different there is a an intersection, you know, intersectionality of people, you know, I'm not even, I don't even know, I literally don't even know how to fit that into this sentence. Anyway, there there's a myriad a, of reasons that yeah. people would not fit into a certain shelter. So the need, diversity of people's experiencing homelessness there you go. is vast. Yes, there you go. So so we need more shelters. And there needs just More shelters vast. that fit the wide variety of circumstances yeah. that people experience when they're homeless, right? We also need just a, a fucking massive amount of drug treatment just an inordinate amount of drug treatment because mm-hmm. the amount of people that are on drugs that got them to the street and also just because they're on the street is is inordinate it yeah. is it's ridiculous right because you can't become a you can't become a productive member of society if you're addicted to drugs i believe in my core you can be addicted to drugs and be a productive member of society but if you are addicted to drugs already you are going to have an exceedingly hard time becoming a productive member of society Does yeah makes sense yeah, breaking into that breaking that threshold there are many people that leave that lead totally productive lives and also are super addicted to cocaine or fucking yep. heroin all kinds of shit i don't know how they do it no idea but they do it they do it right yep. so if that's what you're going to do i don't care but if you're going to be the same thing with all with like the welfare that we talked about, all this different stuff. If you're going to be seeking government assistance, we got to get you clean. You know, we have got to get you clean. And I understand also that you can't force anybody to get clean if they don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I've been saying that. I've been saying that for a long time. You can't make anybody get clean. My sister, you can't, you can't make someone get clean if they don't want to get clean. You know, but you we somehow need to get people to understand and want to embody that you have to get clean if you want to get off the streets because you're not going to get off the streets if you're slamming dope into your Mm -hmm. just not going to happen you know because if you're already addicted that's where all your money is going to go even if you can get a job and hold one you know so you got to find a way to get people clean 
and, to, and this is why one of this is when I wrote that. I knew I wrote it down somewhere. You have to get people clean until they're self-sustaining, and then I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Once you have a job and everything, do drugs again. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But once you're back on the streets and you're back in the shelters and shit, you've got to get you clean, man. You can't be doing this, and we can't have like a revolving door of like, oh, he's, he got a job, and then you know, five times now he's got a job, and then also relapsed. And then at that point, you probably should stop doing drugs as a whole just for your own personal benefit oh well, yeah but <laughs> you seem to not be able to handle this that many other people yeah. can handle um yeah that would be a problem but eventually. yeah same thing as many of those other things vocational training you, you 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 when you got people in shelters give them a safe place to be and there are a lot of places most places you have to leave during the day to try and find some way to give them vocational training during the day if they're not actively seeking a job you know what i'm saying what time can i sleep until that's Fuck. like you you have to it's the weekend need Leave something me alone. to do you know you yep. have to have something to do or else you're not going to want to be productive yeah I'd, you have to have something yeah. to be doing or else you're not making strides in your life even if it's just well i gotta stay here because there's going to be a woodworking class you know at 10 so i gotta kick it at least until 10 so that i can you know what i'm saying be here yeah. and then i'm going back out on the streets to do whatever and then i can come back like well you got to find a way to, to make people productive help them learn help them become more productive members of society you know what i'm saying Hmm. It just it is yeah, it's tough though. It's utopian, bro. It's utopian. We're talking about ways to fix this and yeah. this is this is That's the how you do it. Right. It's I told you we had the answers. <laughs> Past yeah. this is something that is a big problem we've talked about is housing, right? Affordable housing involving zoning and you know people were like yeah. oh, the historical districts and single family right, right, housing right. and blah blah how blah blah. How can blah, we blah. make it as expensive we as We got to keep some cool old shit to fuck the rest of it. We we got to build some apartment complexes yep. so that we can have varying degrees of housing starting with free housing with homeless people that are clean and now they're like maybe they just got a job and i can't afford rent yet but give me a couple months and then i'm gonna have i got you know uh, first and last saved up and now i can move into an apartment and i whatever mm-hmm. right so ranging from free housing to very low cost housing to low cost housing to whatever just a little bit discounted and then yeah here you go like a tiered you know? system a tier system excuse me of, yeah of like four or five different levels you know of so it's a it's such a hard jump sometimes you know from yeah. free housing to then just reduced housing you know what i'm saying oh, yeah and then all right now fucking good luck get on yeah yeah you, exactly. you were paying so, me 300 bucks a month that means you can afford rent right exactly uh, so what so yeah we need to explain the zoning issue is so fucking ridiculous. We've talked about it in yes. the past. It's so ridiculous. Don't if worry. They we, have an entire plan for the entire county. Oh, that's right. If we want to have the metropolitan area, the metropolis that we want Seattle to be, then we need to be able to accommodate the people that live there already and allow them to do it productively and lead good lives and not be miserable and slam a dope and shit on the streets. Yeah. So Because that's no fucking good. You know, None it's no good to literally walk off the ferry and just walk into 20 homeless people standing there all asking you for money as soon as you get there. It's it literally people want to be in Seattle. Yeah, it's literally you know? it's bad enough that it it's it's something I will consciously think about having to deal with if I'm going to Seattle. Yes. And it can affect whether or not I want to go deal with it. It can be a deterrent. It's it can like, be a deterrent. I don't want to deal with it. Um, Maybe today's the day. And that's know? it. That's the last thing I wrote down. Apartment buildings. Sorry, um, Seattle. Okay, so just yeah. uh, I'm pretty much down with I'm sorry everything I'm else that you're saying there. Just stealing all um, no, no, no. I just I just add on because there's another aspect I think that it's not as not as talked about, 
which is, you know, you need to, we need to kind of figure out the root cause for a lot of these things. Yeah. Because drugs is, is definitely an aspect for certain sectors. It's only sector, one portion, though, yeah. You know, but there's, you know, why is it so expensive to live here? Um, why is there not a bunch of people screaming for jobs? I mean, to to hire people. I mean, right. there's a lot of problems that that make somebody homeless generally. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, and it's, a lot of them are out of their hands sometimes, um, especially in big cities and stuff like that. So, like a lot of those things need to be, to looked at. Like how much, you know, why is rent so much? What is the deal? Why is it? that the landlord that owns the building needs to have rent that much because if he doesn't, he's going to lose the building or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of underlying issues that I think also need to be addressed because that is, it is contributing to the excess number of homeless people. Yeah. You know, there, some people are there because they got fucked by the system system being societal, governmental a combination of all who knows you know personal failures whatever it is but again we need less losers we need to figure out what is making people <laughs> lose i just i just it sounds so simplistic this isn't it, a pc it podcast fucking works man we need less losers yeah <clears throat> because they're losing they're not if you're fucking living in a tent on underneath Right. Or, well, the and you don't mean gone, it as an insult. You mean it as an objective. Like we want people to winners be and losers. We you want know? you to be Donald Trump and be so winning. tired. You want to be tired I, of winning. Yeah, winning I want so you much. to be Charlie Sheen level winning. Yeah, but God, that sounds so terrible. Can, minus the AIDS. Yeah, minus the AIDS. Um, but yeah, we just we would like to be able to get stop people from getting into that situation, and then elevate and get those people out that are stuck in that situation. Yeah. If we don't fix the leaky hole, it's going to be more water in there as soon as we... I don't know another the analogy. The leaky hole gets the grease, they, right? Yeah. The leaky <laughs> hole gets... People in glass houses sink ships. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, so, yeah basically, awesome. just picking it back up off of that, not just... We need to address not just the... Uh, the problem, but also the, the the root cause. Yeah, and that I don't think it's addressed enough because it's deep. Yeah, it's deep systems that take advantage of people. Okay, cost of college, <sighs> student loan, public education. So we talked about the student loan debt thing like two episodes ago. Yeah. So you, if you go on to hear about that, you can go back. The first thing I wrote here: fuck the admins. Hundred percent. Right? We need to like half the amount of administrators that we have yeah pretty much all schools whether it's from a, a pre-k school to a kindergarten to a college fuck the admins I'm pretty sure if all the um time-based industries in the pri in the private world literally love cutting admin out and replacing them with automated services or better functioning services that make them more money yeah i'm pretty sure if they could do it colleges could do it which begs the question, why aren't they doing it? Fuck the admins. Pay and hire more teachers, right? Word. We're going to be doing public school, specifically in public school in that portion, right? Oh, Fuck yeah. the admins. Hire and pay more teachers. Pay them more because teachers deserve more money because that job sucks assholes to deal with children all fucking day. Yeah, and, no thanks. And, be tre and get paid like shit, right? Yeah. Objectively, teachers deserve more money. Objectively, Objectively. I think. Um, also, they deserve more help. When I was in school, we had 30-plus children to classroom with one fucking teacher, sometimes a teacher's assistant. There's no way. There is 
no way to effectively teach all 30 children, 30 mm. plus children by yourself for 180 days. There's no, no way. It's, it's impossible. You need, you need help. And I'm not saying we definitely don't need, you know, one teacher for every student or anything like that, but let's one for 10, at least like that seems reasonable. One it's, for 10 in a classroom. If you're going to have 30 kids in a classroom, have a teacher and two teachers assistants. Like, relatively adequate you know what i'm saying when and I a teacher's that, assistant you can find somebody who has a bachelor's degree in education pay them whatever a fucking two-thirds of whatever a teacher's salary is because they're teacher's assistant and it's training for whatever you know what i'm saying or even an internship or some shit you know you're this is your residency for college you know what i'm saying like there's mm -hmm. there is a way to exploit youth to get teaching assistance for for less as as money, and I don't have any problem with that. Child so, labor, no so, problem. Um, no, but uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> more teachers, right? Um, and I don't think yes. Like for example, when I graduated with my uh, studies degrees, um, what's it called? I wasn't able to to do any any type of uh, teaching degree. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I tried to apply to different places, but I didn't have the experience. So things like that could actually generate work and people who actually graduate school Worked. and are unable to apply to anywhere because they don't have any experience also yep. to this point check this to be a substitute teacher you just have to have an associate's degree it doesn't even have to be an education to no. be a substitute teacher you just have to have a degree yeah. let's do more of that more substitute teachers you know what i'm saying even if it's not the same person it would help to have the same teacher's assistants all year but even if we can't do that if the only thing we can figure out is to just have a bunch of fucking scab substitutes coming in all the time then scab them out dude i don't scab give a shit like i don't it just doesn't make sense substitute teacher it doesn't pay you that well mm -hmm. it's a job though Get your ass in here. You're 21 years old. You just graduated school. Get your ass in here. Teach these little kids. We're going to give you some money and some credit towards something else and then move on to a better job. Become a real teacher after that. I just, I feel like that a teacher's assistant is not a real teacher. That's so. Oh, um, I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. That's, um, I'm willing to call it. Um, <laughs> I'm and willing I don't, to call it. Fuck the standardized testing, right? Yes. Standardized testing is bullshit. Okay. I literally never passed all of my standardized testing all the way through school. Not one time. I think I'm pretty fucking smart. It's because they're terrible. I think I'm doing okay. They're right? terrible. I don't think that education needs to be completely individualized, but it cannot be this cookie cutter nonsense of no child left behind, standardized testing. If we don't all meet these metrics as a school, then we're fucking moving back. Garbage in, garbage out. Fuck that nonsense, bro. Garbage Let's in, garbage out. Let's have a yearly audit of every school a person in school every year in every district to Damn. decide where the money needs to go this school did like shit this year we need more money here for more resources this school did great let's not take a fuck load of money away from them but keep them where they're at because they don't need increased funds at this time so they're doing okay over here needs more money you know what i'm saying yeah instead of I the feel like you probably just numbers yeah you know Let's have somebody who's actually walking through the school, seeing children and like the looks on their faces just say, uh, well, I don't know. I went to school. I saw 900 kids. At least half of them look like one of the killed themselves. We should probably do something to raise the morale in the school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's make something a little bit better because they all fucking hate it here. I went to another school, saw 800 kids. They were all really happy. Oh, don't wow. know what the deal yep. is. Let's figure out what the difference yep. is between them. <laughs> I'm just I love where you're going here. I love this. <laughs> So I want you to realize something. Like you've come up with a lot of wonderful ideas today, my friend. Of all these <laughs> topics, I feel like you've single-handedly created the 
largest bigger the largest branch of government that has ever existed <laughs> and simultaneously hired probably the most people that any industry has ever hired before in existence well, and to me like because what you're asking for essentially is basically like this is kind of what I'm getting at we got a pretty decent series of systems going on here in America most of them okay. are just run really shitty yeah. so we need an army of auditors and verifiers no. to go in and fix things <laughs> no. and get people. You're, t- you're running your school wrong. All these kids are pissed off. Hire more fucking teachers. I'm, saying, I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I feel you. But, and I, I thought about these things because certain, I'm not a big government guy. Yeah. So, so certainly the last thing that I want to be doing is advocating advocating yeah. for just, let's just triple the size of the government. Like, fuck the admins. When Actually, I, we're going to need about 10 well, times more. And when more. I think about most of that stuff, <laughs> I'm thinking of all the administrators that are in the school really doing not Nothing. shit. Yes. Let's take those people and we'll take their pay that already exists they're making more money than a teacher. And give them to two other teachers' assistants. Yes, we'll take half of the exactly. Split that, that I between like. two te- That's what I'm saying. That's good. All this stuff, as I'm thinking, it is not mm-hmm. a supplementation to. It's replacing this shit, you know? That's what I'm talking about. Substitute teachers. You don't pay them shit. This, oh, yeah. The salary that you pay an administrator is more than you pay a teacher. You can definitely pay a teacher's assistant and a half, you know, with a just cut one of their legs off you got to pay them less money anyway the federal government is going to pick up some of it you know uh it it because you're hiring someone with a, dis- with a disability <laughs> so there's just you're going to find at least some people that are willing to cut some of their legs off for a job let's just do it <laughs> no so uh, but, <laughs> what i'm saying God, it sounds like snow <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you feed the people with the people yeah. then you don't have to pay for food <laughs> it's that's how you pay for more teachers. <laughs> oh, my no, God. So, um, but that's that's what I'm thinking is, is these administrators, their salaries, and some of them mm-hmm. can be the auditors of the school. You know, A lot of the money that you're saving on the bullshit standardized testing and all these outside people you have to hire to come up oh, with yeah. these systems, that money can be revitalized and used for those auditors, for the teacher's assistants. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's There's really funny so much how, of this like, money that's being wasted and spent yeah. in the wrong place, you know? Put it here. It's, it's so funny. When you look at the... You can watch on a graph. It's too bad I don't have this thing bookmarked on the new computer yet. Um, but you can see on the timeline, like the graph, these two points, right, of when they when federal government first started getting very involved. Department of Education. In, yes. Yeah. And you watch... and the. Um, amount of government money that has gone into these universities and these colleges is like in direct relation to the amount of tuition going up through the roof it's fucking disgusting the more money the government gave them the higher tuition got yes like i yes i don't get it and so that was another point that i had here that we also talked about when we talked about the student loan yeah quit handing out fed loans quit doing it not because everyone doesn't need the same opportunity to go to school Everyone doesn't need to go to school. You don't all need to go to college. It's not going to benefit all of yep. you. It's not good for everybody. Yep. Don't fucking go to college if you don't need to go to college. Yeah, the old you adage need... of like you will only do better in life if you go to college. Right. Like which you can't you can't blame parents for telling their kids they got to go time, to college at the time. Especially when we were growing up, that yeah. was the reality of our parents' existence. But now, yeah. Oof. And so a lot of this stuff also, aside from reallocating money in many of these topics, is, mm-hmm. is shifting mindset, you know? So we've talked about this again a lot on the show, is we need to shift the understanding for children to, like, vocational learning 
in later high school and then post high school because for so many of them that's what they're going to end up doing that's what they want to do it's what makes them happy it's when it's going to make them more money it's what's going to benefit the country you know to have more journeymen more apprentices all people doing shit that we need you know i gotta hire somebody new too that's what i'm saying like Like, that's the shit that benefits the country you know and so instead of like when we were in school teaching us that going to west sound tech is for retards and fuck-ups Yep. Teach them all of these kids are going to make a bunch of money yeah. because you can go there and learn carpentry. You can go there and learn to weld. You can learn auto body repair, uh, cosmetology, all of oh, these yeah. things that you can turn literally into a career as soon as you're done going to school there. All the other kids are going to go and spend a bunch of fucking money in college, drink a bunch, yep. and maybe graduate with a degree that does something for them. Come back in four years, $100,000 in debt. No better off in the community, and that person that went to West Sound is four years into their career already. And, and considering starting a small it. business of their yeah. own, you know or, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, or buying a house or whatever. So, They're so much good. of it is a mindset thing that we, we as young people and as parents who are, or as potential parents, you know, need to teach our children that college is not the only answer. That if yeah. you want to be a doctor, you need to go to college. You have to go to college, you have to get degrees, you have to get your certificates. If you don't want to be a doctor, if you don't want to be something that that requires a degree, don't go to school right now. You can you can go to school at any time. Literally any time you can go to school, especially if it doesn't cost you $100,000 to go. Yep. If you're able to have a job, get a small loan and go to school at the same time, that's feasible. People can do that. When you have to pay so much money, it's yeah. you have to stop working so you can just go to school. So you can get it done as quick as possible so you can get a job again and pay off your student loans. That's a fucking problem. That's so gross. That's man. a problem. That's how you, like I said, that's predatory. We've about loan. this so much, but yeah. that's how you get people forced into getting degrees that don't actually mean anything. You know yep. what I'm saying? All these people that we know that end up getting communications degrees, that, and I'm not shitting on them, you know, but they'll tell you themselves, like, it doesn't mean anything. It's mm-hmm. not, this degree doesn't benefit me in whatever job I have now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I had to go to college, so I ended up getting a communications degree. Yep. Shit happens all the time, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. There's no reason for that, you know? Yeah. If we can teach other kids i would way rather have learned carpentry in school and probably would have worked harder and done better you know do you know what i'm saying so that would be so nice i didn't even take shop i think wait no i did take shop one one yeah but there was dudes that took shop for like four years i took wood shop in junior high we built bridges out of matchsticks little wooden dowels not matchsticks but like long sticks that were about the size of a matchstick they were long but like the diameter or whatever nice Excuse me, cut them up. We had X amount of sticks, mm-hmm. and you could cut them up as much as you wanted or whatever, but then you had to make a bridge that could, you know, hold... Hold a certain amount of weight. Yeah. Fuck, I used to love those little projects. It was pretty cool. I love them things. Yeah. Well, um, when it comes to... Yeah, you know drive. a lot about education. You how did are... you put it on... Yeah, how did we just start just education in general? That's right? I have it on here, cost of college, student loan debt, public education. Because okay. we kind of talked yeah. about, like, a large... So in this matter, I am also a reformist um i think essentially that if you go like the the history of our public education system is not that long right you can go back and you could see when it started and at the elementary school that i went to they have every class picture since it started that's on the walls there okay that is a good sign yeah because that means we can change it a lot and not have to worry about it because this current system that was put in place was designed to churn out record numbers of little worker bees that were ready to enter into a manufacturing-based Get economy. Get your ass in the factory, bitch. 
Yes, give you some basic education so that you can, you know, you could be uh, managers and whatever, and you could be smart enough to go out there and start own companies and this and that. But at the end of the day, it was designed to just pump out worker bees. Period. It's not to make you a a overall, you know, most intelligent person to teach you specific skills or anything like that. Get the most that. value out of your life. Yeah, it's it's not designed for that, but it needs to be. And so, realistically, you need to just start from scratch again. Now would be a really good time. Now would be a really good time since, you know, it's all fucked when up anyway. When people back from homeschooling, because so many kids are leaving public school to go to homeschool now. Yeah. It's absurd. It is, it is absurd. Homeschool my fucking kid. <laughs> right so, but yeah, I mean, that's really where I would land on education. I am a proponent in like if we're going to talk about in this current system that we're kind of in now, um, a big proponent of what some would call school choice or, you know, school vouchers, that kind of thing that gives the individual student a an option to go to another school with said voucher. Um, I, I do believe in this case, if you are somebody that decides to pull the trigger on a school voucher and go to a different school than one that you are used to doing um, or that you would stand, standardly be going to, you there a problem comes with transportation to that other school. Because odds are if you are in a, just due to the way that money is allocated to schools via property taxes and the you know, disgusting way that that whole system is set up, um, oftentimes the poorest families are going to be going to the worst schools because these schools have the least amount of property tax income coming into them. So they have just overall less money. They're poorer schools in poorer neighborhoods. That's how the system works right now. And it's set up that way. Um, so by giving these, these kids an option to maybe go to, you know, I don't know how far away this other theoretical school will be but it's not on their typical morning route like their school bus is not going to pick them up and take them to this uh, this other school because it's not in their district it's not it's not their standardized school so you'd have to find a way to get around that problem because the the poorest kids in the poorest neighborhoods that are getting away from the poorest schools i would assume that their parents economic situation is probably not the it's, they're probably not in a situation to be driven to another school and picked up from that other school and brought home by their parents right so that's that therein lies the problem of like school voucher programs if you're in like a big city with amazing public transportation the school you want to go to might be in reach mm -hmm. but for the vast majority of americans you get on a school bus that is on a designated route that you will be, you know, once you become a school-age kid and all this stuff, like, you're told, you know, when you register for school, this is where your bus stop is, blah, 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 blah. But the minute that those go away because you don't want to go to that crappy school anymore, you want to go to the nicer school, you don't have a way to get there. Sometimes you got to walk a long way to get the bus stop, man. I know, did you, did even, you drive even yourself now. to school in high school? Once I got my, yeah, I wasn't one of them people, bro. I wanted that license quick. Yeah. But so when I didn't, yeah, what, yeah, the minute like I could. A sophomore, when you got your, did you get it when you were sophomore? I think. So when you were in a school where they were still doing drivers at in school. Yes. Yes. But I did not take it. Word. Yeah. So they don't. What? I did not take it at at school. 
don't they do don't. They My don't sister do took school. driver's ed in school, yeah, and they don't do that anymore. Oh, that's um, probably a good thing because there was always like a stigma well, no, of people that got. Now. Well, it is expensive, but like the vast majority of people I knew that went to that, like the high school one, like you didn't learn how to drive very well. Oh. It was it was typical like school board standard bullshit versus going to a private school i actually learned how to drive yeah you know i got defensive driving we did actual like drills where like what do you do in emergency situations and you're actually driving and like the dude will be like all right you can't see (laughs) good fucking luck or some crazy shit that's really funny yeah but no, when, yeah, we, yeah, when we were in school, it wasn't like that. And it's I didn't, up. I didn't get my license until I was like almost nineteen, just because yeah. I didn't have the money to go to driver's ed. So I took the school bus all the way through school. And then when I did running start in high school, I took the city bus from the high school yeah. to the college and then back home. And that's. I mean, you think about it if is, you. It is what it is. It's not ideal. Yeah. But like, it, what if it you is were what here? What, what if you guys lived out here? And oh yeah, there ain't shit. You didn't want to send Dax to Wolfley. To, right. That you want he want you want to send him to a different one, right? CK. But both of you guys yeah. go to go to work in the morning. Right. You rely on the school bus to get him to school. Bone. Now what do you do? You're, you're, just, you're just screwed. He's got to go to that school because just get him an Uber or, every day. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> I was talking about my. Uh, this I'm a supporter of the charter school or school voucher program type thing. Yeah, yeah. It just I understand that it's. It works in a lot well, of ways. It's just not. If in this current system without. Yeah. Completely restarting. No, certainly. I think it's a good overall concept. There's still going to be losers out there, but there's going to be more winners. But I don't know. And that's kind of why I was talking about, like, the audits of the schools to help appropriate the funding. Because the way that we appropriate funding for schools now doesn't make any fucking sense. The property taxes and the bullshit. and It's systemically designed to keep poor neighborhoods poor. It doesn't make sense. So that's – I – at the risk of sounding like a, a more equitable whatever. But I like if you know what I'm saying, if you have individuals in the school auditing them every year, deciding who needs money and who doesn't and who needs more money yeah. and who doesn't, you're gonna get better schools across the board if you have to have you yeah. know, there's seven schools in the district, you got seven people and they all go to this they all go to every school during the year and then they sit down as a board and they're like, Okay, let's decide what schools need what percentages of the money that come into this district. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're well, gonna so get better think, schools across the board than deciding it Yeah. Out. Well and I think <clears throat> the problem with the property taxes aspect of it, right? The reason why we haven't just pulled the trigger and totally changed it is because um because the, 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 because the of the localized nature of it, you know, it yeah. keeps it smaller, it keeps it solvent at the lowest level. But at a certain point, I don't think that that I don't think that 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 works. Federal involvement in local you matters need, is never the best way to no. do it, and that's unless it's like, like the, here's some here's a dope ass fucking building and a janitorial staff that right. fucking will take care of all that stuff. Yeah, you run the school with with their property whatever it is you know and you know kickbacks and you know you got to get more subsidies yeah, or something local, i don't know the but. more local you can get it the auditors i'm talking they're giving me parents or some shit you people know in pta appointed motherfuckers exactly, you know exactly something yeah and they don't even you know at that point it doesn't even need to if we're not doing it based off of because i think we're both in favor of like trying to find a way out of the department of education you know yes. any way to keep the funding local coming from local sources yeah. going to the local schools is the best way as opposed yeah. to funding all the money 
upward and then letting it come down oh, yeah. however it's going to go. Or even just giving every school a blanket, you know, $100,000 a year. It's like all that's going to do is things are going to become more expensive. Right. Supplies because somebody, whoever's supplying them knows that the government, I'm a, they're going to get theirs. Exactly. That's how it always has worked. It always will work. So it's like this weird... I don't know. I don't know what you do about it, other than fucking get rid of it. Fuck start the admins. From, fuck the admins. Yeah. Start from scratch. We got all these. Twenty twenty one people. We live in the future. I need we a can shirt. Figure it out. I need a shirt that says "fuck the admins." Exactly. So look how the good admins. the the on air mic looks in the camera. It's good. It's because I have to put a gangster lean on it. Otherwise, the lights they it reflects off of it too oh, much. Yeah, of <laughs> but it looks great on camera. <laughs> it does. Um, do you have anything oh. else about schools or anything like that? I've spoken my piece. Okay, the last topic that I have here is UBI. Okay. Right? Um, and UBI, we kind of talked about earlier, a little bit um, as far as welfare goes. Um, but UBI is not something on the whole that I'm opposed to. It's I think that it's a great thing. Um, Possibly. And I think that it would be probably a better way to be spending money than welfare. Then, um, yeah. If everybody got a $1,000 a month. Um, $2,000 a month. $2,000 a month, whatever. Uh, you know, money doesn't, isn't real anymore anyway. Nope. Um, $2 trillion, by the way. <laughs> right. you, you know that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I don't think that it's a bad thing, you know, especially if, if it replaces mm-hmm. the welfare system. I think that it would free a lot of people up to do things that made them happier. It would. We talked about it in the past, yeah, like as an a actual lot. topic, you know, that I, mean, I think that we would see better content come out of that in all arenas. People would yeah. be able to give more money things. People would be able to invest more money in things. You, they we'd do. be able to divorce ourselves away from the legacy media systems that we rely on because there'll be better, there'll be more and better content out there. Divorce ourselves from financial reliance on different banking systems. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If you have a guaranteed thousand dollars a month coming in, Plus your pay, you know, yeah. you're much less likely to find yourself in an inordinate amount of credit card debt because you yep. have an extra thousand dollars a month coming in that you can either account for or not account for, you know. Yep. So, and the amount of people that are going to argue the point that people are still going to they're still going to run up credit cards, still going to do this, blah blah, blah we're still going, yeah, that's that's the whole point, but it's not yeah. for them, right? The the system is not for them. It's for every other hardworking yeah. American that that thousand bucks a month would be a game changer and they'll go from middle class to upper middle class this generation or vice versa i mean or do whatever they'll be happier they'll have a better overall society that way and yeah some people are going to be douches about it but we don't care about them yeah it's not for them i can't i understand the concern for you know laziness all that stuff that we've talked about but i just i don't think that it's same like welfare. Yeah, it's I'm like there's always going to be about people that. that take advantage. But I think that the amount of people that are going to up and quit their jobs once they start getting a thousand dollars a month, it's got to be pretty low because a thousand dollars a month in the grand scheme of things is not that much money. No. Twelve thousand dollars a year is you're yeah. in poverty if all you make is twelve thousand dollars a year. You are absolutely under the poverty oh, yeah. level. So deep in I, it. Yeah. So I don't. I just. I don't. That's why I say even with like two grand, that right? It's still one thousand dollars, even two thousand dollars, twenty four thousand yeah. dollars is like two a, grand to at least cover a mortgage or a rent. Will you look up what the you know poverty what I mean? line is because I think it's it's thing is definitely less than twenty four thousand dollars a year, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I think it's like thirty two. The poverty remember. line, yeah, it's higher than you think. I think. I hate new keyboards, man. When you get a new keyboard, yes, like they don't feel the same. You're 
okay. one person in family household. So it's twelve thousand dollars per person. person. So wow. so twelve thousand dollars is the is just under the poverty line for one person in the United States, <laughs> which is pretty ridiculous as it is. But um, and where the fuck is that? Where 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 can you survive on that? That's I'm sure that's, that's based off of like the national minimum wage, you know. Yeah. So. God, that's crazy. <clears throat> So yeah. Yeah. the amount of people that are are going to be able to quit their jobs with an extra twelve thousand dollars a year is not that many, you know. No. Um, I, I would find it very interesting to see market shift afterwards because I bet you there'd be a lot of people that would quit the job they hate, take a four hundred dollar pay cut, pay cut yeah. to go do something they Certainly. fucking like or yeah. they wanted to try, and then somebody else might be interested in that. I'd be curious to see shifts if yeah. they happen. Certainly, I think there. I think it could potentially benefit a lot of companies as far as paying for insurance and stuff like that. You might mm-hmm. see way more part-time employees, you know, yeah. which would cut a lot of costs for companies. Like I said, just specifically on insurance, but yeah. whatever other things you got to pay for people and they might shift around, you know, that's, these are a lot of ifs, but yeah, there's you know, that's, well, the economy is a big thing. Right. To look in at. that world, they might shift around, you know, yeah. the guarantees for insurance and stuff like that to less hours. If more yeah. people are working less hours, but that's, that's kind of neither here nor there. But I think that it, it could, like I said, save companies a lot of money in the long run, even a payroll and shit like that, you know. But yeah. um, on employees, I would work less hours. You know, I work ten hours overtime a week now when all the work yeah. is there. So I would, I would stop working overtime probably if I had an extra twelve thousand dollars a year coming in. That's going to give me more time yeah. to do this type of stuff, more time at so home think about with that. my family. Like, you're going to cut back ten ten hours a week basically for a thousand bucks a month. Right. Like your life wouldn't change that much. It but just I gain an but extra you, forty yeah. hours a week of time of to hanging, do what I want. Yeah, you know, just chilling at home to potentially because like, I'm going to do stuff here, so I'm going to be making money. I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to yeah. be happier because I get more time at home. And yep. yeah, you know, everybody wins. Uh, yeah. I think that the UBI is a especially in replacement of welfare is an overwhelming benefit to really anybody. You Less know. complicated. I would be interested on exactly what the cost difference is, and I think we said that every time we talk about this, and then never fucking look it up. But like, what the cost comparison would be to a thousand dollars a month to everybody between the ages of eighteen and seventy-five, or whatever the you know, yeah, the compared to what national, we spend now, yeah, compared to the average cost of welfare, all those welfare systems, the entitlement programs combined every year, yeah. Because this would replace, just so everyone's clear, in our mind, you know, Social Security, food stamps, like all of the things that you get every mm-hmm. year so or every month. So even when you're an old person and you retire, whatever you are supposed to get in Social Security, you're getting, you just keep getting your $1,000 a month until you die, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I think there is only one thing I wanted to kind of bring into that on my own angle. Yes. Um, no. Which yes. is... When it comes to the concept of the government shelling out this money every month, right? Yes. So let's say a thousand, whatever the hell it is. Um, this this amount of money has to come from somewhere, um, and we need to be very, very sure that whatever it is that we are taxing, whoever it is we are taxing, whatever industry the government's going to decide it wants to get more involved in to make more profits to pay for this i don't know what it is but we need to be very careful about the funding mechanism for funding the ubi um and it'll all just depend on if this is a program they want to put forward because it's increasingly getting more and more seriously looked at 
um, especially given the times, which is also why they're also pushing to reopen, I think. But um, well, and you know me, I'm always uh, I've always been a proponent of cutting back the defense budget. You know, there's that'd be a place. There's always cuts. billions to be found yeah. in the defense budget, you and know? you could do it budgetarily. That's what I'm and saying, that's, and that's all you'd have to do. You as, wouldn't even have to pass a law. As we spoke, you could about put it in today, the budget. If we just reconciliation, if we normalize the Second Amendment, more militias, less military, cut the military budget, UBI, then we're good. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Not a big deal. Simple five-step process won't take any more than a decade, maybe two. Supplement <laughs> process. Call me in a decade. Not we'll a see how it goes. Yeah, I'm gonna take a nap. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> Seems like it's pretty clear what I think needs to be done. Yeah. So we'll just we'll just do that. Wake me up in 20 years. I'll collect my prize, my uh, plaque, or <laughs> Give whatever. Give me a freedom of met or a medal of freedom. Yeah. If, exactly. if that's still a thing, I don't know what you guys are gonna do with the country between now and then. But use it as a pillow. You know, good to go. Be fine. Yeah. Make sure it's out of solid gold. So when this collapses, I can still go to China and get some money. Boom. But, word anyway so that's uh i think that's it that's as far it. as the topics that we have here today if yeah. there is anything because again there's we more didn't fucking go over our social medias fucking again i'm always like we just need to set a timer for a half hour and then yep. we never fucking do we it. texted about like it like last week we texted about like a couple it. assholes okay so oh, we're good at this so if there was anything here well as always let us know what you thought um if you think that we're idiots or love something that we said or never thought of something or, you know, whatever, let us know. If there's something feedback. you would like to hear us pontificate on yeah, further. If there's something else that you didn't hear that you do want to hear us way on other than the death penalty, because we're going to talk about that next week. If anybody fucking comment, I'm just kidding, comment death penalty. Give me more comments. I don't care what they say. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so we're going to talk about the death penalty next week. So don't worry about that. We didn't forget about it. I just don't know yet, so I got to keep thinking. Uh, but yeah, if there's anything else that you want to hear about, let us know in the comments here on our YouTube at Salt of the Streets. We also have our personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. He's at Big Bardafi on both of those things. Facebook no Don longer on Parlor. No longer on Parlor, at least until it comes back. Yeah, and maybe it might be um, Facebook.com slash Salt of the Streets, even though we don't really check Facebook that yeah, much boo, because Facebook. they don't work with us. Um, Instagram.com slash the Streets. YouTube.com slash Salt of the Streets. Salt of the Streets.com. I just feel like we should be honest, you know? Like, I don't. Facebook literally won't even take money from us anymore, so it yeah. just doesn't make sense for what us to What did I do to you, Facebook? There at all. Other than so, have multiple hours talking shit about you. So if anybody is <laughs> sending messages to our Facebook and they're like, they just don't even want to fucking listen. I literally only go on there to post the, the links for the episodes and that's it. I don't even have the app on my phone anymore. Because I feel like I, I, I just, I'll get those page notifications if you're commenting. So, so. there you go. Colin will know. Um, I'll keep my notifications open. Yeah. There you go. You can send those things. Sports real quick. Sports! Uh, sports! We have a divisional playoff round going on today. Bum, ba, da, bum, ba, bum. Super wild card weekend last weekend. The fucking Seahawks lost with the Rams. Of course they did. They're the Hawks. They're good bro. at that. It was it was disgusting. Um, but luckily the Rams lost to the Packers today, 32-18. to 18. No shit, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> Let Aaron cook. Oh, wait, what? The game that's going on right now is Ravens-Bills. Um, which mm. I think the Bills are going to win that game. Yeah. I've been I've been on the Bills for the last like two years, and now I'm a little bit upset they're doing Bills so have good been fired because I can't year. buy fucking Bills gear now because I'm just a fucking buy. I'm just a biter. I'm just like a train guy, and I don't. 
which sucks because legit, when I started to play fantasy, uh-huh. I decided I wanted to get back. Well, I was I needed to get back in the NFL, and I was like, well, obviously I like the Seahawks. I'm from here, but I also want to pick a team so that I can have a team. Oh outside yeah, the Seahawks, and I picked the Bills. I was on here talking about it. I was like, I don't know what my team is going to be. I picked the Bills. I've been on the Bills for like three years now, and now the Bills are hot, and I can't, I can't buy Bills shit because I'm just on the fucking train, which sucks really bad. So I just well, have to be just a quiet Well, you just said you've been Bills on man. it for a minute, though. But now it's the internet. People are like, he's a fucking liar. He's just saying that. Like, Do you like a player on the Bills enough to buy one of their jerseys? I like Josh Allen. Well, then Devin fucking Singletary. buy a Josh Allen jersey. Don't feel bad so, about it. This is America. It's a free goddamn country. If he's an awesome player and he tickles your little fucking jersey fancy, then buy his fucking jersey, Donovan. Be an American. Be a capitalist. What a Bills shirt. What a Bills shirt. (laughs) Oh, we have to say this. Dear Colin, I don't know if you have seen this. Dear Colin. I did notice I lost the fantasy football playoffs. No, not that. I also lost it. It was really unfortunate. It was. Um... Barstool Sports. Do you know who Barstool Sports is? I do. Okay. Shout out we Barstool have to Sports, shout bro. This has to be a clip. God, this it's so good. This has to be a clip because Barstool Sports is literally doing God's work right now. They are. They are. They're doing the what the government should be doing. The government and Congress has abdicated their responsibility, and a bunch of fucking gambling degenerates <laughs> has scooped up the response. I swear to God, their whole thing sports betting. It's all sports betting, fucking pizza reviews, and all just bullshit. I swear to God. Barstool Presidente, at Barstool Presidente, Dave Portnoy, is the president of Barstool Sports, every single day. He goes and he eats a new slice of pizza, a cheese pizza from a different pizza place every day. Literally every day. How does it? But they run out of pizza places. No, no. He travels around the country all the time. Of course. Yes. Yes. Okay. Of course. So that's totally side thing. But literally every day, Dave Fortnoy does a Barstool Pizza Review. Eats one slice of cheese pizza. <laughs> says, you know how it is. One bite. Drinks a monster because Monster's one of their sponsors. And then he rates it one to ten scale and a point scale too like like 10 you know uh 8.5 or whatever i love this awesome guy. and then there's always people there they're like oh you gotta go here you gotta go to this place and like, okay we'll go there right after this and then the next one is at that place same outfit so he obviously ate that piece of pizza went to the next pizza place and then did the next pizza review every day he's eating pizza it's fucking awesome oh that's wild pardon my take what is like life. one of their big podcasts love pardon my take yep. they do yeah because they're they're massive uh, podcast enormous YouTube network right? yeah network they have probably two Tons. dozen yeah. at least different podcasts they have like big a, ones they have a bachelor podcast a bachelorette podcast i mean yeah. all, and it's it is all hosted by the same crew of fucking 25 degenerate fucking idiots i swear to god they're amazing <laughs> people it's nothing to they're amazing they're all super intelligent they know more about sports than i could ever dream they would admittedly tell you they're fucking degenerates. <laughs> All of them. They have raised o- over $100 million. Yep. They have donated to, I think, 130 businesses now yeah. in this time. They've got a ticker because, going on their website. Yes. Every day, every five minutes, it gets yep. updated. Are you fucking kidding me? So cool. I've seen the, like some videos like on Twitter and stuff of like these people... Are getting a phone call the from FaceTime, him. yes. The FaceTime, yeah. And they're like, from they're, Dave they're like, oh my God. No. <sighs> Dude, it's I've cried so awesome. more than once watching those. Yeah. Because every day, every day he posts those videos. Oh, they're and then so every good, week man. a review of all the businesses they helped that week. 130 businesses now they've helped. Almost 130 million dollars that has been donated and raised to them to help 
small businesses around this yeah. country because Congress refuses to help. I those said are, this. Those are people that won't be homeless. Now, no, when they, they will not been. be homeless. They will not lose their business because what they need to do, they have to pay their employees. Yes. There's like a very finite amount of things they have to do. Pay your employees, pay your bills. You'll be good. Yep. Like, it, yes. <laughs> That's it as far as pizza goes. And people want a bigger government. And, and people, people want, want bigger government. Yep. And we were here when we when Jordan and I got our crumbs, right? When we got that $600 check, I literally was in my truck before I went to work. I, I hadn't even left the driveway yet, and I was like, I have to talk about this because it's so fucking laughable that this whole this whole thing went on. All these businesses are closing. If you drive through Bremerton, just Bremerton, oh, yeah. there's at least five businesses that were open one year ago that are closed now that have been open for years. They weren't like new no. businesses that just couldn't maintain. They were businesses that have been open for years. Fucking Napa, West Bay, across from Fred Meyer, literally had been there my entire oh, yeah. conscious life. Gone. No longer exists. Yep. No longer exists. It's, even the corporate stores, man, they're getting, they're having to cut out branches that aren't being Barstool profitable. Sports. And, and those people, Dave Portnoy, in less than 90 days have raised, I'm, I think it's less than 90 days have raised over $100 million dollars. To fucking save businesses when Congress is like, we can't figure it out. We can't do it. We, don't know we can't do. do it without giving over half of the money to other countries around the fucking globe. Right? And that's that's over half is a, a conservative. Number. I tweeted today that video of Nancy Pelosi that was, you know, her thing about the Joe Biden, uh, about the Biden administration stimulus plan. And she's help is on the way. Oh yeah. And I said, what was that Ronald Reagan quote again? And Josh Keaton, dear Josh Keaton, he tweeted me and said, Oh, I think that, you know, like people's opinions on the like government assistance has changed. And, you know, X a percentage of people like voters are in favor of $2,000 checks. And I said, that's fine. So I'm talking about the last time they helped over half of the money went around the globe, not to mention in this bill, they're including $15 minimum wage, which is a completely separate fucking issue than helping people not die and lose their jobs and businesses. Completely separate issue. You want to save businesses? You know what you don't do? Make them pay all their employees more money immediately at the same time after they've lost an enormous amount of revenue the that's, year before. Yeah, that's called the, the killing blow. What the, the fuck? The killing blow. I just doesn't, it doesn't make we'll any sense. We'll get you right there to the edge. And then we're going to say... Yeah, finish him. Fucking seriously. Finish him. Just freeze your body, rip your head off, and throw it at your body. Done. (laughs) So it's just in the idea that people are like, you know, AOC loves us so much. Like Nancy Pelosi cares about everybody. Diane Feinstein loves everybody. Chuck Schumer really... Mitch McConnell, like... They really care about shit, you know nobody. They don't give a fuck about you. Not they even don't a little care bit. because it takes a dude who eats fucking cheese pizza every day and gambles on sports to help you save your fucking business because your elected leaders won't do it for you. They don't care about you. The idea that we would continue to fight to protect them is ludicrous. Yep. It's and, it's and what did what did we all just do? put them all back in power we this was our last this was our latest chance to change it guess what we didn't do change it and after people just stormed into the capitol over some extremely confused things one of the first things the new york legislature does is wants to take away your ability to defend yourself 
They want to ban and confiscate your body armor after they themselves were just threatened. Yep. So Tell me why. Peaceful protest on the cast today. I got too hot. I couldn't do it, but it's I okay. was doing it. It's all right. <clears throat> I will suffer. I have more of a connection to the state of New York than you do, so I, I feel more responsible. Because that's just... Next that's time I'll insane. wear my belt here. Because got my lights, my pens. Nothing to do with a firearm in the slightest. Just can't wear body armor. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, oh, so playoffs, right? Playoffs. Ravens. Playoffs is happening right playoffs. now. Playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. Um, the Browns and the Chiefs play tomorrow at twelve, and the okay. Bucks Saints play tomorrow at three forty. So, so who's doing it, bro? Who's doing it? Money's down. Who's doing Super it? Super Bowl. Yep. Man, I think the Bills-Chiefs game is going to be such a good fucking game. Bills are going to do it, bro. I think the Bills can do it. Bills Something are do in it. my gut tells me the Bills can beat the Chiefs. It's, their it's whoever in that game, whoever gets the ball last, will win. Yeah. In the Bills game, Bills-Chiefs, whoever gets... It's going to be the same the thing against the nasty, Ravens tonight. Man, every time. The Bills are going to have to slow the Ravens running game down because they don't throw the ball for shit. I don't... Lamar Jackson had like 150 yards last week throwing, but over 100 yards rushing and like two rushing touchdowns. So, so they're just Buffaloes, man. They're everyone the Bills. From running. The Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. So what we need to do, yeah, the Bills need to hold the Ravens running game because Lamar Jackson can't throw the ball for shit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. The Chiefs are definitely going to smack the fucking Browns. If the Browns win tomorrow against the Chiefs, that's... I don't even. I want to like do something ridiculous because it seems so absurd that it would happen. <laughs> I don't even know. You know what you should do? Is it in when you leave your house that day? The next day, whenever you leave your house next, instead of turning left or right like you normally do, turn the opposite direction, because the world would have been <laughs> upside down. God. That was that was. Oh my god! <laughs> I should have aborted that one as soon as we started. That, was, that got deep. Quick. <laughs> I was just thinking like upside down. Oh my god! No, it's so good. If the, it's so good. If the Browns win, don't you dare cut over that the out Chiefs, of this episode. <laughs> don't you dare cut that out of this. Unfortunately, episode. make it a clip I, at the beginning. I don't cut out anything. <laughs> That's right. We've never. I mean, the only time there's ever been people's a names cut. we've bleeped. Yeah. The only thing we've ever cut is usually when we had, like, a camera freeze for yeah. a second or two. And then Tom was like, hey, dude, camera's frozen. Or someone says something really racist. I'm just kidding. That's... <laughs> I'm Bro, just kidding. No. We didn't... The... We, you, we said we didn't have to talk about that again, man. Um, <laughs> the last game, Buccaneers Saints. I think Tom Brady definitely beats the Saints. I think Tom that Brady we sucks. could potentially be looking at a Bills-Buccaneers Super Bowl. Ugh. Tom Brady's the GOAT. It's... I don't love Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's the GOAT. I fucking hate Tom Brady. You literally, it you is a lie to say him. anything other than Tom Brady is the GOAT. I know. I know. He's the GOAT. I just wish, I don't know. I just who do you think is going to, who do you think Bills. is winning the Super Bowl? Bills. The Bills are going to take it all? I feel it. Really? I feel it. They're going wow. the distance. All right. I'm here for it. We'll see. Oh, my closing line. I have one. And it's actually a really sweet one. Okay, so with that. I think that that's pretty good. We already said our socials. Yeah. We did think, three South Park references. I think we can tap it. Excuse we me. We got to do what now? What? Episode, Episode 100. 100. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Three hours and 41 minutes. I love Michael Keaton. <laughs> um, love Michael Keaton. 
Okay. So I think this is a pretty good one. We're pretty fitting for episode 100. Life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. Ooh. That's some deep shit. Episode 100. <laughs>